Thank you for being God. Thank you for being there. His name is Travis Green. 24 minutes past six. It's Monday on your favorite dial, 97.3 City FM. This is the City Breakfast Show. Hashtag CityCBS. My name is Bernard Ablet. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Starting the show with business sense. It's really a song of praise. Setting you off on a great day. Business Sense brought to you by ADB, offering a variety of personal loans, including top-up loans at a very reduced interest rates. Enjoy a longer term of up to six years. An offer open to non-customers as well. Visit your nearest branch or call 0302-210-210. ADB, the People's Bank. This Business Sense this morning is a quote I heard from Brian Tracy. He visited Ghana, I don't know, seven years ago? I'm not sure. I was moderator for that function. He said many things, but one of the things he said that stuck with me. He says, the more you seek security, the less of it you get. The more you seek security, the less of it you get. But the more you seek opportunity, the more likely it is that you will achieve not just opportunity but security I, I need to repeat this is a very heavy heavy it says those who tend to seek security they usually avoid opportunity so they want to be safe they don't want to try any new things now if you seek security you won't get it because security doesn't lie in being safe it actually lies in doing new things now it says the more you seek opportunity the more likely it is that you will create the success you need that will give you the security you actually want I hope it makes sense. So this is Brian Tracy. He literally said this in one of the sessions we held with him a few years ago when he visited Ghana. So don't let the quest for security prevent you from seeking new opportunity. New opportunity is where real security is because there are some markets that are drying up. You need a new blue ocean. And in that blue ocean is your real security. The power of Take away the pain out your hands and help you hold them high. And I 
Wish my homie Butch was still alive. And on the day of his death, we had never took that ride. And I wish that God could protect us from the wrong so that all the soldiers that were sent overseas come home. And uh, we will never break, though they devastate. We shall motivate, and we gotta pray. All we gotta spay. Instead of thinking about who gon' die today, the Lord is gon' help you feel better, so you ain't gotta cry today. Sit at the light so low. And then we gotta move straight forward, cause we fight so strong. So we right go wrong. Just say a little prayer. Get your money, man. Like go Breakfast show. Rise above the noise. Take this music and use it. Let it take you away and be hopeful, hopeful, and he'll make a way. I know it ain't easy, but that's okay, cause we hopeful. I wish that you could show some love instead of hating so much when you see some other people coming up. I wish I could teach the world a scene, watch some music and have them tripping off the joy I bring. I wish that we can hold hands, listen instead of dissing lessons from a grown man. And I wish the families that lack, but got love, get some stacks, brand new shack in the lack, that's on dubs. And I wish we could keep achieving wonders, see the vision of the world through the eyes of Stevie Wonder. You feel me? And I hope all the kids eat, and don't nobody get my... All right, so 6.30, we want to just jump into the headlines shortly. News Super Reviews brought to you by Total Energies. Starting today, Monday, the 24th of July, 2023, buy fuel or lubricants from any Total Energy service station and win free amazing prizes in Instantly. That's not all. A special prize always the highest purchases on Total Energy's card from each region. This July, a Bayer de Bruta. Remember, promo is valid while stocks last, terms and conditions apply. Total Energy's energizing your future. And great news for people who live in and around Oyarifa and work in those environments as well. Ghana's largest privately owned bank, Fidelity Bank, has opened a brand new branch at Oyarifa. We're closer to you than ever. Visit our branch at Ousuansa Junction to enjoy a suite of top-notch banking services and experience superior customer service in a delightful and friendly environment fidelity bank believe with us Yes, we're certainly hopeful, which is why we keep coming every morning and bringing you not just the breakfast show, but its component parts, the newspaper review, one of the favorites, which is Sky is here. You know, it's funny, you're dressed like uh, there's a new, uh, there's a story in East Africa making the rounds on the nation front page. What's happening? Oh, you mean uh, what the president of... Yes, uh, so they said, Ruto's new love for Kaunda suits. (laughs) Now, the question is, will Dr. Ruto adopt the Kaunda suit as his signature style? Yeah. And they show about five photos of him wearing the kind of thing you are wearing this morning. So yeah, it's a, it's an entirely different version, though. This is one it is, is known as Cuba Vera. Yes. This is Benadabla yeah. in the. <laughs> no, no. So, so he's, he's dressed like you know. Kaunda had the signature look, yes. at least for those in the east and the yes. south. Uh, I think Nkrumah also used to dress like yes. that a, a bit. Um, I'm trying to dress like that, and Sky has joined me this morning. So, this one is Kubavera. And this is made in, <laughs> this, this is made in Africa. Yeah. You know, very, very nice indeed. So that's the nation. So while we are talking about mm. a sanitation minister who's resigned and lots of money is yeah. being stolen, 
in East oh, Africa. Okay. In Nigeria, they are talking about a leaked memo that shows that Lagos government approved over 60 million naira mm. for the mass burial of over 100 NSAS victims. You remember that NSAS protest? Yes. So we are told over 100 people were buried, a mass burial for them after that. And they that, chopped how much money? 61 million naira. So quite a number of interesting stories in different parts of the continent. In Spain, there's a sort of like a hung parliament kind of thing where their conservatives are falling short of an all-out victory. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we know what's happening in Ghana with a number of big stories, including the scandal of the missing million. Mm. I think that's the name of that scandal. Uh, the Ghanaian Times, however, is talking about something else. Yes, so the Ghanaian Times says this morning, Circle loses Dubai accolade. Disorder in Kwame Nkrumah Interchange Enclave. Squatters, addicts, street beggars, others have field day every day. <laughs> also on the front page this morning, Ghana, Italy, renewed ties of cooperation. Mm. Armed robbers shoot two dead. Hmm. Injure others at Kwame Danso. Mm. And another sto- sad story this morning, we are devastated by death of Sherry Aite. Oh. Oh. Mm. So all those in the Ghanaian Times. Yes, I'll start this morning from the front page of the Herald newspaper, Bernard. Mm. Who partners Mahama as 2024 running mate is a story mm. they have. And mm. then doubts over sanitation minister's voluntary resignation. Mm. Double signatures, different handwriting, multiple letterheads cited. Mm-hmm. President applauded and praises her integrity, but silent on tracing source of funds. Cecilia hmm. Dapa scandal ignites calls for major reshuffle as Ekufuado's government sinks into abyss. Hmm. And ex-energy minister vindicates the Herald hmm. on $510 million AmeriPower plant six years after Gabby's lawsuit taking his newspaper. Let me take you to the finder. The big story says this morning, Ghana, Houston, Affirm Alliance to boost tourism inflows and business linkages. Mm-hmm. Also on the front page this morning, we're told that NLA plans sustained crackdown on 350 million Ghana CD illegal loto business. Mm-hmm. That's coming in from the NLA chief, Sami Ewuku, mm-hmm. uh, who was addressing journalists over the weekend. Also on the front page this morning, mm-hmm. judge removes First Atlantic Bank from Saichik lawsuit. Hmm. Kufuado meets Pope Francis to strengthen ties with the Vatican and issuance of Ghana card pin to babies commences, according to Dr. Balmia. And our favorite man, Dr. Akoto, is on the front page this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, he's not coming with uh, plantain. He says what? Well. Uh, the story says, Ghana needs new business model to diversify agriculture. Front page of the Republic Press also goes with Cecilia Abnadapa. Dollar Minister resigns as anger ripples within MPP. Mm. Ufado meets Pope Francis at Vatican City. Africa must create a common market currency to must create a common market currency to achieve food security. This is coming from the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Backben, mm. NDC Monsieur Boatier Jacob, former Minister of Energy, also on the front page of that paper with his latest interview. The new publisher says this morning, search for new water ministers. There are four photographs on the front page. Okay. In connection with that story, we have Dr. Frida Prempe, mm-hmm. we have Obi Amwa, we have Francis Asenso Boache, and <clears throat> Oseiche Mensa Bonsu. Mm. Also, NLA replaces 26-year-old Loto Draw Machine, Sam okay. on the front page this morning. Mm. One new baby, one Ghana card. No more football age 
for anyone. Mm. <laughs> and NPA security agencies intensify border town patrols mm-hmm. to curb fuel smuggling. The front page of the Anchor newspaper, Armed Forces Lands Ministry begin operation on Black Volta mm. to flash out notorious illegal miners. And this one also, uh, there's a, a story on the passing of um, Sherry Aite mm-hmm. on the front page of the paper. And this one, whew, says MC allegedly rapes 22-year-old job seeker, uh, threatens to leak video. Hey. Let me take you to the Chronicle, which broke the story that mm-hmm. everybody is talking about mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. And it would seem that not many people are giving them the credit. But yeah, so that story, them. yeah, they broke yeah, it. They broke the story. So the Chronicle it. says, I will be vindicated at the end of the day, says Cecilia Dapa in her goodbye letter to Akufuado. Mm-hmm. Also, Akufuado lost Italy mm-hmm. for helping Ghana secure three billion US dollars from the IMF. Mm-hmm. Also, illegal mining oh. in Black Volta is oh. scandalous. Oh. We will fight it, Jinapo, on the front page and cover off. Bawulaya Twitter account blown mm. according to um, the story we are told that the NDC has been named mm. as being behind All right. that still handle. on front pages For, yes the inquisitor also goes to the Jacon uh, story and then NSS allows increased yeah. as a photo of Osir Sibay Enchi okay. who is the NSS boss and whoa okay another one inquisitor is reporting mm. that Jub- uh, the Jubilee, uh, Jubilee house staffer robbed of $250,000 she was keeping at home Hey. Let me take you to the Ghanaian publisher. <laughs> Jubilee House. Yeah, somebody was. Somebody was. Thousand dollars. They say somebody's secretary. Hmm. They say some secretary said. This is the Inquisitor. Yes. Yeah. Is their name mentioned? We'll get there. All right. <laughs> the Ghanaian publisher says Ridge Hospital shel- sheltering convict. Oh. Hmm. Also, government moves to clear black voter of illegal miners. Hmm. Uh, Free Equity unveils strategy to transform agriculture. Mm-hmm. Sanitation minister resigns. Mm-hmm. And NDC's plot to discredit Baumia with liar tag exposed. All right. Well, yeah. that rich story seems to have made it to quite a few of... Uh, yeah, the rich hospital. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, under different headlines. But uh, from the front pages of the daily... The front page of the Daily Graphic, Bernard, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Baumia is here with the Ghana card for newborns. Mm-hmm. National services here. Uh, Galamson Black Volta. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, crackdown is also on the front page of the paper. So it's like a, a summary of all the, of big, all stories the big stories. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to the Ghanaian Observer, the story about the NDC allegedly plotting to um, black, uh, you know, like black paint Baumia mm-hmm. is also on the front page. The minister resigning here mm-hmm. on the front page. And then also we are told that um, Ghana card numbers to newborns ready for takeoff. But there was a fuel smuggling story there as well. Yeah, that's right. So the one about um, working along the borders. Border so to stop that. What about the daily analyst? The daily analyst says that I'll fully, I'll be fully exonerated. That's uh, Cecilia Dapa talking. Mm. The president in Vatican is also here. Sherry Aite passing on mm-hmm. the Ghana card. So story. same stories now. Learn about BNFT finally. The BNFT also goes with this convict who is serving his time at the hospital. Uh, strange saga convict serving 15 years in luxury hospital stay raises eyebrows we must get into that story and then media review debt energy food security and education take center stage. i'll give you a few headlines you haven't brought to us yet citynewsroom.com government must quickly find his pass replacement this is a political scientist there's another one you don't have ashanti region angry youth attack at Swansi police station vandalized property and then um john mahama and lordina mon late sherry aite Said Tekpe warns government against financing long-term development with T-bills. 
So those are some stories that you haven't read so far. City Business News as well. Government records a $1.7 billion trade surplus, which is about 2.4% of GDP. Also, fiscal policy analyst calls on government to scrap COVID-19 health recovery levy in the budget they're about to read. And then Ghana's public debt stock jumps to 569 billion representing a 71 percent of gdp meanwhile still stabilized against the dollar records 22.1 percent depreciation year to date so that's not too bad after all uh, as i read on various parts of the continent different stories making the headlines all right so i think you should do the chronicles updates yes, yes. At a point. then you can yeah. give me the herald's angle okay. maybe just a few angles, angles to her resignation okay. before we move into other things so if you go to the chronicle the details of the lead story on page three maxwell ofori reporting says the former minister for sanitation and water resources cecilia Benadapa, has promised to avail herself to any probe to establish facts of the issue that led to her resignation on Saturday. Now, according to her, the investigation would exonerate her and also confirm her integrity during her public service. There's a direct quote here that says, I intend to cooperate fully with all state agencies to enable them to fully establish the facts. I have no doubt whatsoever that at the end of the process, it will be fully established that I have conducted myself with integrity during my period in public service and I will be fully exonerated from all the allegations that have uh, filled the public domain in the past 24 hours, she said mm. in her resignation. For, for those who may not know, mm. so the minister submitted her resignation in a letter to the president on Saturday, a day after she became the talk of town because her house helps had allegedly stolen huge sums of foreign and local currency in the sheets we've seen a million dollars three hundred thousand euro jewelry worth in the hundreds of thousands and other things now the two ourselves are 18 year old patients between a 30 year old syj who allegedly stole the monies and personal effects of the minister and her husband between the months of july and october last year and um the, the president accepted resignation not too yes. long after she resigned and and i want to read some highlights he says it is with considerable regret that i accept your resignation and i applaud loyalty to the image and standing of the government the work you undertook during the your period in government was excellent and productive and i thank you for your wholehearted contribution and devotion to the progress of the government and the nation and then the president also strangely says that he believes that she'll be exonerated we don't know if there's a formal probe into because what we have is a case involving the state and the people who allegedly stole the money and, and, and there has not been an official inquest into how that amount of money got into a house. And the president is already saying, I know you are okay, which I thought was quite interesting. Which is what the, uh, the Herald is uh, also discussing on page three. Yeah. And also the emergence of um, two letters mm -hmm. that have emerged in him with different spellings. Mm -hmm. and um, But uh, overall, the Herald story is worried about the lack of... Um, a response from the presidency indicating uh, an investigation. Also, mm -hmm. um, the Herald reports on page two that uh, this has ignited calls for a major reshuffle. Uh, a prominent insider disclosed to the Herald that worries abound among those close to the president and within the NPP party. Many of the president's appointees have grown complacent, showing little regard for consequences. This is not the mark of a functional government. There's another interesting related story. Jubilee House staff are ro robbed of $250,000, but the story is interesting. It has no byline. It has no name. 
just said that a staff member of the presidency who is a secretary to one of the powerful forces in the country has allegedly been robbed of some <laughs> Charlie, this is funny of some two fifty thousand dollars she was keeping at a residence at a location in Accra. The inquisitor is here to have the person's name, but the paper is away of to sweep the incident on the carpet. Please find the details or the other related story yeah. for, for replacement of the minister. Yeah, exactly. And I, I also think that mm. there's a uh, an opportunity to even question the existence of that ministry. It was one of the new ministries created by this government. Mm -hmm. This ministry, an aviation ministry, and a railway ministry. Mm -hmm. Have those ministries really made a difference in the portfolios? Because railway was under transport. Yeah. Sanitation was under local government. Right? And then there was a third one. Aviation was also under transport. Yeah. It's been six years mm -hmm. of those ministries being in existence. Can you say that the way we manage those three sectors have improved? I think it's a question the public should be answering. Right, because people are asking for a replacement. Political yes. science lecturer is saying that mm. the president must find a replacement. Well, I, I think it's soon. because of the importance of of, of sanitation and water-related matters, mm. uh, the role they play in you know our health and then also our economic development. So, uh, let's see how the president okay. deals with it going. Take forward. me to Rich Hospital. Why is somebody chilling in the hospital well, who's supposed to be in prison? Um, on page three of the BNFT, they report that the Greater Accra Regional Hospital and prison <laughs> authorities are facing mountain pressure to investigate a peculiar case. Mm -hmm. involving a prison convict who has been receiving treatment at Ridge Hospital for almost two months, despite being sentenced to serve a 15-year jail term at the Nsawan Medium Security Prison. The convict in question, David Asayete, was found guilty on 23 counts of defrauding licensed bulk distribution company, Mysore Energy Company Limited, of over $6 million through deceptive means in 2018. Mm -hmm. As the managing director of Renaissance Oil Limited, an unlicensed oil marketing company, Mr. Tay, was handed a 15-year prison term by an Accra High Court. Mm -hmm. However, Instead of serving a sentence at Sinsawan Medium Security Prison, Mr. T has allegedly been staying at Rich Hospital under the pretext of being seriously ill. The circumstances surrounding his hospitalization and the duration of his stay have raised serious questions and concerns. It is alleged that shortly after his transfer from the court, Mr. T feigned illness and requested to be sent to his, his personal doctor at Rich Hospital. Surprisingly, Nanswan Prison authorities obliged, releasing him to the hospital. Upon arrival, he was admitted and since then has remained there, unknown to the court and even the plaintiff. Sources have claimed that Mr. T is leading a comfortable life at the hospital, receiving visits from family members and friends. Uh, reports have even suggested and alleged that he occasionally returns home to be with his family. This story is in a number of papers. It's in the Inquisitor yes. and the I think it's in the, the publisher as well. Yes. And the details are very similar. So yes. I, I mean, I don't understand. And The authorities should go and check him out. So 15 years in prison, defrauding by false pretenses, and two months in a hospital. The suit number is cited in the story, and other questions are raised in the story as well mm. now let's go to ashanti region this story you don't have yet angry youth attack at swansea police station vandalized properties this is hafiz tijani city newsroom.com some angry young people in asakorema and municipality of ashanti attacked the Aswansi police station following the death of their colleague the youth according to information available to cc news in, uh, alleging that a young man was picked up by the police during a swoop at a hideout and was manhandled which led to his death the youth in response stormed the Aswansi police station reportedly pelted stones and vandalized other properties in the building now, there's heavy police presence deployment in the area this morning. Mm. Gideon Okai, assembly member for Asawansi West, told City News that the police is opposite my house. I heard a group of young guys throwing stones into the station. I called the police patrol officer to come and make sure that things were calm. When you enter the police station, you see a lot of damage. The reason is that they are accusing the police of killing their friend. And Bernard, still uh, staying with that particular space, if you go to the Ghanaian Times, there's a story on page 3. Uh, says that armed robbers shoot two dead, injure others at Kwamidan. So mm. the story is by Daniel Girasas. 
from Sunyai, and he says the two persons have been shot dead with the three others injured mm. allegedly by four armed robbers when they attacked a phone shop at Comedanso mm. in the center west district of the Bono East region mm. at the weekend. Now, the deceased, Adamu Ibrahim, 40, mm. and Abubakar Karim, 19, have been handed over to their their bodies basically handed over no. to the families for burial in accordance with mm. Muslim tradition. And we're told that the police are investigating the matter. Uh, still on that particular page, there's a story mm. that says jilted lover allegedly inflicts cutlass <laughs> wounds on girlfriend as uh, as seen a son. And the story says the 22 year old uh, seamstress, uh, Linda Ejiri, mm-hmm. is battling for her life at the St. Francis Xavier Hospital in the Asunfusu area mm-hmm. after her ex-boyfriend allegedly inflicted deep cutlass wounds on her at Asinesan in the Asin North. Now, there are, there are two stories I'm interested in. National uh, Ghana card for yes. newborns and then National Service Allowance has been raised. Okay, let me put that two together for you. So, oh, on the front page of the Daily Graphic, mm. all is set for the issuance of national identification numbers, better known mm-hmm. as Ghana card numbers, to newborn babies, the mm-hmm. Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, has stated. Mm-hmm. This follows the successful integration of the databases of the Birth and Deaths Registry, mm-hmm. the National Identification Authority, and the Ghana Health Service. Mm-hmm. The Vice President said the first baby was issued with the national ID card number last Friday mm-hmm. as part of a system this is some good news. You're speaking at the 75th mm. anniversary of Stay Ghana on National. That page and yes. Give me the National Service Allowance. That story. is on page 61 mm-hmm. of the same. When I finish university uh, in our time, this is 2004, 2005. National Service Allowance was 150 CDs. Yes, I I, I was collecting uh, roughly the same as 300 CDs. 300. That's double of what I collected. Yeah. And now it's almost, it's, it's been 5.59 for a while. Yeah. It's gone up to 7.15. Yes, and it's gone up uh, to, to 715 Ghana cities, according mm. to Dixie Walanyo Doche. Mm. This follows a case, the management of the NSS put up for upward adjustment. Uh, statement signed by the Acting Director, Corporate Affairs of the NSS, Ambrose Nsua Jr., and issued in a cover that we can say that the new level of the allowance would take retrospective effect mm. from January this year. One of the things I would urge government to do is to also include a rural housing program. So if you go to National Service, a rural community, mm. they must facilitate your accommodation mm. so you can save your National Service allowance for life after service. Mm. Because you spend all your money renting, then there's no way you're going to have any money left. Let's stay within the national space. The NLA is planning sustained crackdown on 350 million Ghana City illegal loto business. Basically, banker to banker and related matters. Samir Uku is quoted here saying, the National Lottery Authority, according to the finder, mm-hmm. is to embark on a sustained clampdown on illegal lottery operations, probably referred to as banker to banker. Mm-hmm. Now, the illegal lottery business in Ghana is estimated at some 350 million Ghana cities a year. Sky, sky. Is is, you know, what is funny? It's funny to say that le, 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 I'm a, reading a, a profession that used to <laughs> to, that, that used to support my. No, why are you? You're not being fair. I love you. Please let me read the story. Please. No wonder you are interested. No wonder your interest is heightened. At least you should just acknowledge the work of Banga to Banga. Let, let, let me have my peace. Better, please. Please read the story. Read the story. <laughs> now, the Director General of the NLA, Samir Uku. <laughs> Banga to banga. Samuel Gushuka will arrest you first. No, he, no, no, he was just, he was, he was, he was a young boy. It was a stint. It wasn't, it wasn't a full profession. It was just sitting in the store. So Samuel Oku is saying to people who used to employ in that area that they should stop doing banga to banga. So there's a new loto machine. I'll read the story for you since you are not able to read it. Where's the story, sir? He's emotionally attached where's to where's the story. story? Uh-huh. So, uh, uh, NLA will crack down on three. It has a big business, so. 350 million illegal lotto business. 
you know, and the 300, no, the story is yours. The lottery market is 1 billion mm-hmm. CDs. Mm-hmm. Estimated, um, NLA ranked in, uh, in 2022 financial NLA, uh, generated 290 million from the business mm-hmm. and example is announcing that they are projecting 370 million mm-hmm. so they are growing oh yeah they are growing and, and in fact it was very very revealing learning that we have so much credibility across the whole of Africa. and there's some interesting thing he said he disclosed that some illegal lotto operators are financing activities of politicians on both sides of the divide yeah. in ghana and i think they want to use that to clamp now the problem with the ghanaian situation is that if you arrest somebody mm-hmm. the person knows somebody yeah. a politician somewhere mm-hmm. or in an influential person somewhere mm-hmm. well you're a politician so use your political clouds to, to deal, deal with that matter yeah, she's promising to deal with it now let's go to politics lots of stories in no, politics uh, yeah there's a story um which is sort of um related to the socials the ghanaian times says circle loses dubai accolade okay and the story uh, is actually the details of the story on page uh, 12 of the Ghanaian Times this morning mm-hmm. and it's by Cliff Ekufu and it says that uh, once described as Ghana's Dubai the Kwame Nkrumah interchange and his enclave have become a sorry sight mm. as quarters, addicts, street burgers, destitutes, traders and perches have taken over preachers actually have taken over the place mm. now the elegance, glitz and glamour that have um, Given the interchange is enclave, the name and its enclave, the name Dubai mm-hmm. have all faded away, Charlie. creating a spectacle of disorderliness oh, oh, in oh, the area. Now, oh. aside the place being taken over by beggars, quarters, destitutes, and drug addicts, oh. the large pillars carrying the cross beams of the 275 million US dollar iconic interchange. Hey, you Charlie. pay 275 million dollars for this interchange. I'm telling you. have all been defaced Mm. with posters of aspirants for political party uh, you know positions assembly members Mm. church crusaders and others advertising materials i think we should actually even arrest the people who post those things Mm. and prosecute there are two stories of interest to me and send these people away the the, the, the lands ministry is talking about the black voter being yes yes i'll tell you about this story i want to do that uh, the ministry of lands and natural resources and Mm. the minerals commission in collaboration with the Ghana Armed Forces have begun an operation to flash out all illegal miners operating on the Black Volta mm-hmm. to protect it from pollution. This operation, the anchor is informed, is being led by officers from the 6th Infantry Battalion, a dreaded unit mm-hmm. of the military. Mm-hmm. Speaking to journalists at the ministry on the sidelines of a presentation of an intelligence report by the military on Friday, mm-hmm. such to the number of operations have already taken place by the military to stop the illegal miners and protect the river body from further destruction. Now, let's come to a Jakun energy story. I think it's on a couple of papers. Yes. Uh, then the Republic place. Press has that story. Yeah. It says that Mr. Boatier Jaku, a former minister for energy, has revealed new information about the renegotiation of the Ameri Power Plant contract, which led to his removal from office in 2018. Hmm. He named individuals whose actions during the renegotiation process were a basis for his removal. Hmm. During an interview on Asantiman FM, Mr. Jaku explained that when the NPP was in a position, hmm. they planned to renegotiate the power plant contracts established by the NDC, including the Ameri Power Plant. The committee's an 18-member committee chaired by lawyer Philip Addison and Vicky Bright were tasked to handle the negotiations. Mr. Uh, Ejaku then uh, went on to reveal that he received a phone call from uh, Mr. Gabi Asarachedaku while in a flight to the U.S. Gabi informed him that he had contracted a law firm to renegotiate uh, to negotiate with a Mary Energy Group. So the details are, are there. That story is also in the Inquisitor and a few yes, other papers. quite a few papers. Yeah, and still staying within the energy space, if you go to page 7 of the um, Ghanaian publisher, there's a mm. story that MPA security analyst, uh, security agencies intensify 
uh, border patrol to curb um, fuel smuggling. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, the story says the MPA has, mm -hmm. in collaboration with the security agencies, mapped out plans mm -hmm. to clamp down on fuel smuggling mm -hmm. activities uh, on the borders along the Upper East region. Mm -hmm. Now, the authority has partnered the security services to position some staff and security personnel at um, the smuggling hotspots to deal with the menace. This was actually announced by Mr. Bashiru mm -hmm. Natogma, who is okay. the MPA regional manager. I want to do a quick correction. The, region, the, yeah. the new publisher has four photos for uh, the story about new search for sanitation minister. Mm -hmm. The woman whose picture is on the front page is not Dr. Frida Prepe. Prepe. So yeah. that's a different person they've put there. Oh, just okay. for correction. So those who buy the papers should know that that woman is not Frida Prempe. Somebody else. Somebody yeah. else. Now, there's a sanitation-related yes, story. Yes, on the back page of the Daily Graphics. So mm -hmm. there's a nationwide refuse evacuation exercise mm -hmm. and it's starting in Accra. Mm -hmm. And this is to prevent floods. Uh, three dumping sites in Arasuas, Wogon Municipality have been cleared mm -hmm. to help improve on sanitation and prevent floods in Accra. There is Alabalishi near the Balishi School and dumping sites. Now, there are four sports stories on city sports that are interesting. Thomas Party and Declan Rice can play together in my plans at Teta. Mm -hmm. Monaco to launch third bid for Mohamed Salisu of Southampton. Mm -hmm. Fulham are also interested in a defender. And then Ateta says, Party is important to us. Do you know how to cook rice? Yes, Molly. Yeah, there's a guy called Menu. They say he cook rice over the weekend. What's <laughs> 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 the rice for party. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. City Business News brought to you by MTN and Goyle. Nila Tilate is here with the bulletin. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello to you out there. Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Ghana recalls trade surplus of $1.77 billion in first half of 2023. Also, as the Bank of Ghana announces new lending rates today, analysts warn central bank against use of monetary policy to control inflation and forex losses. I am Nilati Lati. Details now. Ghana gained a trade surplus of $1.77 billion in the first six months of 2023. This amount is almost 2.4% of the country's gross domestic product, according to figures from the Bank of Ghana's summary of economic and financial data for July 2023. The following business news desk report has more. Overall exports were estimated to be $8.17 billion in the first half of the year. Total imports were estimated to be $6.40 billion for the same period, which is less than the $7.40 billion recorded in June 2022. However, according to the data, gold was the most significant contributor to exports. It contributed $3.45 billion in exports in June 2023, compared to the $3.03 billion in June 2022. 
following closely were crude oil exports, which totaled $1.66 billion in June 2023 compared to the $2.83 dollars compared to the $2.83 billion in June 2023. Cocoa came in third with $1.48 billion up from the $1.41 billion the previous year. Ghana's balance of payment was negative as of June ending, according to the central bank's report. The country had a balance of payment deficit of $107.8 million, which is about 0.1% of GDP. It was also much lower than the $2.49 billion reported in June 2022. In June 2023, the capital and financial account balance was $897.3 million in deficit. In addition, gross international reserves were $5.34 billion in June 2023, equivalent to nearly 2.5 months of import cover. Net international reserves amounted to $2.33 billion, down from the $3.58 billion in June 2022. That was a Newsdex report on Ghana Street surplus for the first half of 2023. Away from that, and as the Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana prepares to announce the new monetary policy rate today. There have been renewed calls that the constant use of the policy rate to tame inflation and forest crisis has not been economically prudent. Currently, the rate stands at 29.5% after it was maintained during the last meeting in May. Even before the announcement, there are strong predictions that the rate could see a marginal increase because of inflationary pressures. Therefore, to tackle the volatility of the exchange rate, analysts say the central bank should consider increasing the forex exchange cover for issued CD as it is a panacea to reverse the trend. Dr. John Kwache is a director of research at the Institute of Economic Affairs. When we provide more forest for the city, it helps to strengthen the city. The extreme case is what we call a currency board. Currency board is like an alternative to a central bank. And they provide 100% cover, forest cover, for their local currency issue. It means that every bit, every unit of the local currency issue is covered by foreign exchange. So their their exchange rate, I mean their, their local currency does not depreciate. I'm saying it's a 40% statutory limit in the Bank of Ghana Act you know, is too low. So I'm recommending say let's raise it progressively, you know, to make 50%, 60, 70. I'm not even asking for us to go the full hog and reach 100% because that will also create a very rigid system. So if we get to 70 in the next three years, that will help to strengthen the city. That was the director of research at the Institute of Economic Affairs, Dr. John Kwacha. Away from that, and traders are pushing for a favorable tax regime as the government prepares to present its half-year budget on Thursday. The business community is asking the government to restructure VAT to cushion traders in the informal sector. Some industry players have also cautioned the government to withdraw some tax measures in the media budget review to reduce the excessive hardship on companies. One of such associations is the Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta. Dr. Joseph Abin is president of the association. 
the VAT as it's structured now is not working to the advantage of the uh, the trading sector, especially the informal sector, where um, there's no fairness in the VAT. We want the VAT system to be restructured so that it will enhance on um, on compliance as well as um, bringing fairness and parity to doing business. The leakages in the system, as we've always been saying, they're talking about, should also be looked at that we are able to prone down on those leakages, especially at the free zones, the warehousing systems, and um, the tax exemption scheme, if needed, to be abrogated altogether so that those exemptions that are needed should be applied and, and be given. If you're able to do all these things, then I don't have any doubt that uh, we'll be able to uh, get the needed resources, having prioritized our um, needs and prone uh, down expenses. You had President of the Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, Dr. Joseph Obin, to the energy sector now and in a bid to address its fiscal challenges. The government is being urged to scale up efforts to control under recoveries in the energy sector. Ghana's economy is under intense pressure, having forced the government to seek a $3 billion US dollars bailout from the International Monetary Fund. Benjamin Boache is the executive director at the Africa Center for Energy Policy, ASEP, and he explains that if urgent action is not given to the sector, Ghana's debt levels will remain unsustainable. This is electricity sector where we're supposed to sell power and recover revenues, and we have failed to deliver that over a decade. And the program highlights that the entire economy becomes unsustainable if we continue to behave uh, the way we have behaved uh, uh, with the energy sector, where over the years, government has spent in the past four years an average of about a billion or $1.2 billion every year to cover the shortfalls uh, in the energy sector. And if you look at government's own projection of business as usual scenario, that is if nothing changes or we continue to behave uh, with the energy sector as we do, what we have been doing, uh, we will be paying about 23 billion Ghana cities this year uh, to support uh, the light to be on. By end 2026, we would have spent about 97 billion Ghana cities. That is far more than what we have programmed in the same budget to spend on fiscal infrastructure in key socioeconomic sectors of the economy. That really highlights that we need to make you know a massive U-turn and ensure that we can sell power and recover the cost of generating uh, that power. That was the executive director at the Africa Center for Energy Policy, Benjamin Boache, on the Interbank Foreign Exchange Markets. Now, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar stayed at 11 CDs. The British pound remained unchanged and is selling at 14 CDs, one peso. The euro also stayed at 12 CDs and two pesos. However, some forex bills in the capital, the dollar is selling at 11 CDs, 75 pesos, while the British pound is selling at 15 CDs, 30 pesos, and the euro is going for 12 CDs, 75 pesos. Now, let's now join Mark Jordan, Sikanati of Data Bank, for the latest on the stock market. Trading activity on the stock market was positive in the past week, with the GSE Composite Index climbing 0.3% week on week to 2,870.72 points, with a year-to-date return of 17.46%. The Data Bank Stock Index gained 0.7% week on week to 113.53 points, with a year-to-date return of 7.79%. The financial stocks were the only price movers on the best, with Standard Chartered Bank and GCP Bank recording gains while Access Bank and SIC Insurance declined. We anticipate price gains in Fund Milk and Associated General this week due to strong demand for their shares.
that was Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank with the latest on the stock market. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by our most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Visit our website because we have more stories there for you. The business news returns at exactly 1 p.m. with the afternoon edition. My name is Neilati Lati. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. I see me sitting silence, sipping my liquor, making no link up. I'm picking no cause. Ay, 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 this generation, we know they get In 11 minutes past 7, City Business News, we came to you through MTN and Goyle. Kickoff is next, brought to you by Lesheho. For over a decade, Lesheho Savings and Loans have been supporting the investment goals of our customers with attractive solutions like our flexible deposit products for 91 days, 182 days, or 365 days. We've been a saving for depositors with value security as well as competitive returns. Call us on 0577-707700. Open a fixed deposit account today. Let's share who let's improve life. Takeoff is also brought to you by Shell. The Shell Helix HX3 20W50 contains additives that protect the engines of older vehicles while reducing maintenance costs. You need a reliable motor engine that helps, or motor oil that helps keep your engine feeling younger and stronger. It contains uh, active cleansing technology which helps to prevent harmful sludge and deposits. Ask for the drum 209 liters or the 5 liters or the 1 liter. Shell Helix designed for ultimate engine performance. And the birthday boy, the birthday boy, Evans Ofochumanso. <laughs> no, you are today is World Ofochu Week. It's not even the day we are chopping the, the whole weekend from I yesterday to Saturday. <laughs> well, El Bernardo, I feel Ire. Happy like birthday that. to you, bro. Thank you. May you live long and prosper. Amen. That's Amen. the message I have Amen. for this you. This one in pan. <laughs> Well, many thanks for joining me, Evans of Ojiman. So, here yeah, for kickoff on City 97.3 FM, wherever you are. And uh, coming up on the bulletin, President of the Ghana League Club Association, Kudofianu Hassa, revealed plans to advocate for an increase in the Ghana Premier League prize money for the upcoming season. Plus, five time Ballon d'Or winner Cristiano Ronaldo expresses excitement ahead of the new season with Al Nasser. We're looking forward to do an amazing season and of course I hope to, to win a few trophies this year. Uh, let's, see, let's see what's going to happen. And Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola admits Premier League goalkeeper Ellen Haaland is fitter and much better than last season. Comparing last season and that period, he's fitter. He's much better than the last season when he arrived. And I know... Well, we would love to be as like season, but at the end it's not the point. The point is no injury. All this plus the latest from the ongoing Women's World Cup transfer news and tennis here on kickoff.
All right, let's start a bulletin from the Ashanti region where a member of the newly formed Kumasi Asante Kotoko's former interim management committee, Kwesi Apia, has expressed his anticipation that the upcoming football season will present significant challenges for their club. Now, the Kotoko IMSC comprises of the former Black Stars head coach Nana Aprinkra Akwesiewa, also Dr. Prosper Nateogum, who has been appointed as the new head coach of the club, and Emmanuel Newton Dasoberi, who is taking over the role as the administrative manager. And uh, the appointment of these four men um, is important for the club. After the dissolution of the 12-member board of directors led by Dr. Kwamiche, following a directive from the owner and live patron of Asante Kotoko, Otumfo said it to the second. Now, we understand that Santehene was at the Kotoko training grounds over the weekend, and he has promised further development for the club. So that's the update there from the camp of Kumasi Asante Kotoko, hoping that uh, they will get uh, better and improve upon what happened last season. There, It was a very difficult one for them as uh, they finished uh, without any significant trophy. Now, president of the Ghana League Club Association, Kudofianu, has revealed plans to advocate for an increase in the Ghana Premier League prize money for the upcoming season. Now, league champions, Media Mass Sporting Club, we know, were awarded with 300,000 Ghana cities for their triumph last year. And now, during an interview with City Sports, Kudofianu emphasized the necessity to engage in further deliberations to ensure that the league champions are generously awarded for their achievements. Playing a 34-week league for 300,000, I would say there must be room for improvement. We, should, we need to do something about it. And I know that teams are going to, or clubs are going to prepare for Africa. And I know there is a scheme, definitely GFA will give them a push. So uh, in as much as uh, the prize money is that low, I'm sure GFA will cushion the clubs that will be playing in Africa. But uh, like Oliver Twisa will ask that something is done about it. And these things can be done if they are factored in uh, the sponsorship package. Because the sponsorship package itself is starting to write them about. So you cannot take the chunk of the sponsorship money uh, as prize money. But as we move along, I think that we have to advocate, uh, make sure that uh, we get much more sponsors on board so that the prize money will be something to write them about. Well, in addition to his efforts to advocate for an increase in the prize money for the Ghana Premier League, Kujofianu told City Sports that he has intentions to lobby for more financial support for Ghana's two representatives in the upcoming CAF Interclub competitions. Mediama Sporting Club, we know, will be repping Ghana in the CAF Champions League, whilst Dream FC, who won the FA Cup, will be repping Ghana in the CAF Confederations Cup. Now, they'll be venturing to Africa and they need the support of each and every one. What we can do as an advocacy group is to uh, lobby and ask for government support uh, for them because Africa, venturing to Africa is like a bottomless pit. Money will go in and it will be very difficult. Even when you make it to the money, uh, the money zone, you will still run red. So if you don't venture into the money zone, it becomes uh, a financial uh, sacrifice. So we'll do the best that we can, but we also take this opportunity to ask the clubs to revamp their their squad to make a meaningful impact in the in the competitions that they are going to participate because we've lost we've lost two slots as a country and that we can get the four slots back based on the performances they will put up in the in the interclub competitions 
All right, so that's the president of the Ghana League Clubs Association. That's Akudofiano speaking exclusively there to City Sports. Now, speaking of the CAF Interclub competitions, Mediama Sporting Club and Dreams FC will get to know the opponents in Africa when their preliminary stages draw for the CAF Champions League. And the CAF Confederations Cup is held tomorrow at CAF's headquarters in Cairo. 54 clubs from 42 member associations are engaged in this season's CAF Champions League, while 52 clubs will be repping 41 member associations in the CAF Confederations Cup. And City Sports will definitely bring you more updates on this one when the draw is held tomorrow as well. Now to the Bono region next, and in Swatraman FC have unveiled Maxwell Konedu as their new head coach. Now the former Kotoko and Legon City's head coach has signed a two-year deal, keeping him at the club until 2025. So that was the unveiling done yesterday. Also, in that, that club, former Karela United Communications Director Eric Alagidede was revealed as the Instagram FC as a new general manager there. So the new era also at Instagram FC. And here in Accra, Legon Cities have named Parkway Sifabin as their new head coach. So there's a managerial merry-go-round there. And Fabian, we know, was at Adriana Stars last season and he will now begin his new role at Legon Cities on the 1st of August 2023. So gradually you are getting ready for another Ghana Premier League with the managers moving here and there. Now let's move away from the local club football stories now and move to Asia. Now despite a tricky opening to our Nassau's preseason, Cristiano Ronaldo, the five-time Ballon d'Or winner, remains optimistic about his team winning trophies in the upcoming season while citing the team's facelifts with a new players and a new manager. The Portuguese star feels his team is ready to challenge for titles. At the moment, the Saudi Arabia club is in Japan to face League A champions Paris Saint-Germain and also the Champions League finalist Inter Milan in preseason games. This year we have many. Uh, we hope to, to win all the trophies. We know it's going to be very difficult, but I think we have um, a good team, we have a new coach, we have new players. The ambitions are kind of the same of last year and uh, we're looking forward to do an amazing season and uh, of, co of course I hope to, to win a few trophies this year. Uh, let's, see, let's see what's going to happen. All right, so that's the Ballon d'Or, five-time Ballon d'Or win, I should say. Cristiano Ronaldo there, hopeful of winning trophies with Arnaso. The last season, he couldn't win any. Hopefully, he could do that in the upcoming season. Now, speaking of pre-seasons, Ellen Haaland was at a double as Manchester City fought back to beat Japanese title holders Yokohama Marinos 5-3. John Stones, Julian Alvarez and Rodri were also on target for the citizens who were captained by Carl Walker despite the right back nearing a possible transfer to Bayern Munich and Man City boss Pep Guardiola admits Haaland is fitter and much better than last season. Comparing last season and that period he's fitter, he's much better than the last season when he arrived and I know well, we would love to be as like season but at the end it's not the point, the point is no injured and of course looks good but still is away from the best condition like everyone so but of course important for him to score the two goals the first game because last season the last games he could not score and the important is take the rhythm uh, the, 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 the principles the concept that we are working with all the time so get it as best as possible and and we know exactly what he has to do uh, we know him and 
in a few weeks will be in better condition than now. Right, so that's the Man City manager Pep Guardiola speaking there, and he also says that Kevin De Bruyne is close to returning to action after sitting out of that victory over Yokohama Marinos. We know that Belgium was forced out with a hamstring injury in a 1-0 Champions League victory over Inter Milan last season there. Now, Real Madrid also beat AC Milan 3-2 in a preseason friendly today. Federico Valverde scored two goals together with Vinicius Jr., who scored one. And then Ficayo Tamori and Luca Romero were the consolation goal scorers there for Milan. Now, Portuguese midfielder João Paulinha suffered a shoulder injury in Fulham's entertaining 3-2 victory over Brentford in the Premier League summer series there. And uh, Carlos Vinicius netted the Fulham winner Again, the uh, London rivals as uh, Alexander Mitrovic watched from the stands. Later today at 11 a.m., there's Liverpool versus Greta Fourth in that preseason game today. In some transfer stories, Harvey Barnes has joined Newcastle from Leicester City for a fee around £39 million. Fulham have also agreed to sign Raul Jimenez from Wolves for £5.5 million. Wilfred Zaha has arrived in Turkey for a move to Galatasaray from Crystal Palace. And also, Marco Silva has turned down an offer to manage Al Ali in Saudi Arabia. And also, former Man United midfielder Paul Pogba wants to help tackle the UK's cost of living crisis. And uh, the Juventus Times says that ending poverty is the goal of a new ethical fund he's launching. Now, to the Women's World Cup, at the moment, Italy are up against Argentina in the World Cup. In the, at the moment, it's goalless there. Italy nil, Argentina nil. Later at 8.30, there's Germany versus Morocco. And then at 11 a.m., there's also Brazil facing Panama. Uh, so that's the latest there from the ongoing Women's World Cup. And before I go, in tennis, Novak Djokovic has withdrawn from next month's Canadian Open in Toronto because of fatigue. The 36-year-old Serbian lost a five-set Wimbledon final to Spain's world number one, Carlos Alcaraz, a week ago. And he will now be replaced in the Canadian Open by American Christopher Eubanks in the main draw. That's the latest in the world of sports across the globe here for you on uh, uh, CT97.3 FM kickoff. For more sports stories, log on to the website citysportsonline.com. At 5 p.m. today, we are back with the Sports Flash at 10 p.m. on City TV. Don't miss out for on the City Sports Roundup as well. For more sports, also log on to our Twitter handle at citysportsgha. Hasta la proxima from me, Evanso Fuchimansu. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Because I never want to see you sad, girl Don't be a bad girl 
Maxi Priest, beautiful track starting you off for the second part of the show from 9 to 10. The number of birthday requests coming in on the show today. Birthday wishes coming in to Francis Kwabena Abwaji, regional accountant of the judicial service in the Western region. God bless you. And to Mrs. Ivy F. Koshiga, the kids and your husband Albert are wishing you a fulfilling day. May the Lord use this special day to increase your blessings. Cheers to life, cheers to joy. Special birthday blessings to Nane Kia Avle coming in from your husband Carmen and your three girls appreciating God for all you do. Yesterday was your birthday, Nane Kia, and your husband and your three girls are wishing you an unforgettable, melodious, blessed birthday. And from your nephews and nieces as well, Nanekia, happy birthday to you. And to Dr. Kalistus Mahama, former head of the local government service, senior aide to former president John Dramani Mahama, a veritably big man. Coming in from Nalam Bentel, I join myself to that wish. <laughs> Have you heard the name Kalistus before? <laughs> yeah. He's a big when it comes to local government yep, issues, yep. oh my God. Probably some great material, formerly ahead of the local government service. Dr. Mahama, happy, happy birthday to you. 
Enjoy your birthday. A few more requests coming in. Good morning, Bernard. Please thank a uh, boat driver prince of car number GX540920 on his friendliness and professionalism this morning in dropping me. Now you have a reason to listen to CTFM. This is coming in from Mamele. Oh, yes. So, boat driver prince, keep the dialogue on city. Keep being friendly, keep being professional. Your big break is coming soon. And to my friend Kwesi Akolache, old student of Rempe College and mate of Godfred, happy 40th to you, bro. You want a Terminator song? I'm giving you this one. There's Hammond. And let me say good morning to Makafui Ado. Of, of uh, Met Insurance. Coming in from myself and the family. And from your husband, Kobe. Makafui Brigitta. And Metepe Ado. Happy birthday to you. And to policeman Liberty Agbozo. Liberty Agbuzo of the FPU Airport Office. Enjoy the show. And to Kezia Baba Kofi of Kanjin. A Nagic Water LLNP from your CEO Dodonu Elikem Samuel Kezia Baba Kofi Kanjen Enagic Water Limited. Congratulations to Miss and Mrs. Osei Berima, George, and Olivia for their wedding ceremony, which happened last Saturday. We believe the Lord will continue to be your guide through this worthy marital journey. From Emilia and David to Michelle Camp to George and Olivia Osei Berima, who got married over the weekend. And uh, let me do this uh, one for an amazing woman, Grace Love Dodd, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Unlimited by Grace. Today is your birthday, and uh, all of us here at City FM, particularly Fred Titi Jabano and the rest of the team, celebrating you and wishing you all the very best. Also, Charles Adiku, a.k.a. Tumafa mm. of West Africa Chorus Limited. Today is your birthday and uh, we are celebrating you in a big, 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 big way. Do have fun and may God continue to bless you, your family and your business. And then also let me do belated mm. happy birthday to Marilyn Duamepo uh, mm-hmm. of uh, Tema and then also of Adafianu um, Hejranao. Yes, You please. are a wonderful woman. Yes. You are powerful also for mommy. Yes, please. May the Lord God continue to Bless you.
Yeah. I want to also uh, make a correction. So, Makafu Vegeta is with Millennium Insurance. Okay. Millennium Insurance. Happy birthday to you. And a few more requests coming through to my mom, Juliana Nateyu, and my friend, Hansen Chachu. God continue to bless you. No name attached. You are a good storyteller, Seiram. Uh, from SKBCU Martin. Okay, I think there's a, a, a story that's coming on a different issue. Uh, this one is from Ewenam. Happy birthday to my mom, Juliana Nateyu, and my friend, Hansen Chachu. And Bernard, wish my little niece, Keisha Zuber, a glorious birthday. She turned 12 yesterday, or she turned 12 today, rather. She's listening on her way to school. May she grow to become what God wants you to become, Evans Wovenu. To his little niece, Keisha Zuber, you are 12 years old today. And belated birthday greetings to Osei Yawakoto of the GRA Large Taxpayer Office. Family of Women's World Banking, yesterday was your birthday. May God bless your new age. You know what I find interesting about this request? So somebody moving from Women's World Bank into GRA, you know, <laughs> like, you know, this is funny. It's like a lot of times people, you know, when people get to a certain age in their lives, they prefer public sector jobs because of the security it offers. Right, okay. So you notice somebody's worked a lot in a bank, he's worked in a big fourth accounting firm, and then he takes up a job in the Ministry of Finance or GRA or something. You're wondering why he's doing that because... The, the public sector jobs are not marketed as like um, jobs for the daring for people who want to um, who want something new to do mm. but it, it would appear as if there are some public sector jobs that are still very lucrative that people usually want so they want to work for GRA they want to work for SNIT they want to work for some of these large entities that provide a lot of security so Osaya Akuto enjoy your years at GRA <laughs> uh, enjoy your years at GRA and to Ike Duke of Mantle Foods from the Triple F clan, happy birthday to you. And the big story broke on Friday in the Chronicle. And it's funny how some stories break. So, the minister or the former minister and the husband had um, sent the maid and the two, two house helps and the other accomplices to court on a criminal matter. To the, to the police. To the police, thank you. And the police investigator had then proceeded 
based on his investigations to go to court for the court to then charge them with different counts of either stealing or conspiracy to steal and once the story gets into that system the media gets it so it's funny how indirectly of course theft is wrong right so you don't you don't steal under any pretext but the big story is not the theft the big story is the minister and rightly so all right and i feel like this is is good is good in the sense of how the media angles the story so we do a lot of theft stories and we are not downplaying theft at all we do theft stories at particularly in page three of the Ghanaian times almost every day okay but for the media to obviously know that once a minister is involved and I, the other point which i think a lot of people miss is the time of the theft alleged theft because july august september october 2022 was probably the worst time for the ghanaian economy in living history at least in the past 10 years for the plummeting of the currency inflation rates going through the roof debt levels going up ghana being locked out of the financial markets and there are all kinds of things happened between july august september october last year so which was the same time that the minister allegedly had over a million dollars in cash in a house and you you look at the there are so many levels to the story i feel like we need to spend our time to to look at the levels for example you're talking about a period where the economic managers were blaming speculative activity of dollar holders for some of the city's woes i remember quite distinctly when the dollar moved from around 6.4 to eventually 12 some were even predicting 15 in those three months and a lot of people were selling their cities to buy dollars which was becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy of more expensive dollars you know that period mm -hmm. so the the issue and i know there were people who had dollar mortgages who simply wrote to their banks and said look i can't keep up because when i took the mortgage it was like 1.8 it became 4.3 which is already a problem and then it jumped to six so that six around June, July was a big issue. And then it went to seven, it went to eight. It was almost like it went up by a CD every two weeks. And around September, it got to almost 15, you know. So to think that this amount of money, a million dollars, 300,000 euros, and all these things were kept in a home within that period when I believe the economic managers were saying, look, if we all hold foreign currency, or we, if we don't, essentially, if you, if I don't know whether it's hoarding, that's the word she did, but to keep such a fiscal amount yeah, of money. Hoarding would be. Um, it's a wrong word. But the point, I'm, yeah. the point I'm making is that at the time, people were minded to liquidate their CD investments and get USD. Because the level of the dollar then was so high that people felt that if I purchase dollars, when things come back, I will make more money. All right. So. I, I think that's, that's, there's a story there in, in, that, in, that, in that sense. And also, here we are saying that people should have confidence in the financial system. All right? So when the, the initial banking crisis happened in 2017, and then people were asking us on the show whether they should take their money to banks or keep their money at home. And we said, do what is responsible, that if you, for any financial institution, when people go to the financial institution and all demand their money and there's a run, the institutions will collapse. Right, and the funds, the banks were struggling for liquidity at the time. Mm -hmm. I, I remember there was a time that if you look for certain foreign currency, you even get. Mm -hmm. So if somebody who is a politically exposed person of that level has that amount of money fiscally in their house, mm -hmm. what does this say about 
the what the BOG has been telling us about the, the financial system. Okay, so there's a lot of levels of angles to the story. Okay, and then of course the fact that the money was being removed over a period and it was not even apparent mm -hmm. because if you read the the narration it was when the man chanced upon one of the house elves in the room that they realized that these people were probably stealing our monies and then so what was was the money being kept there as a, a safe a vault was there more you know so you know a lot of times when we talk about mis misdeeds and corruption most people say oh what law have i broken you know there's also moral law okay and i feel like if you hold public position we should not and i'm not saying that we should move away from black letter law which is what you deal with but th there's conduct of public officers there are ethics of public office all right so i feel like the, the statement that attributed to the president in terms of receiving the minister's resignation and quickly touting her loyalty and integrity i think it's premature you know, the, the issue of public morality should not be in the bosom of the president. All of us. Of course, he's the, he's the, he's the custodian, he's the leader of the country. So he must send a signal that everybody will be held to the highest standard of conduct, which includes morality and ethics and all of those things. Now, I am not quoting a specific law violated. And we can go into BOG um, notices, we can go into the BOG law and those things, but that's not what we want to do. But the question you're asking is that, if you look at all the circumstances around the currency, the economy at the time and, and the levels of poverty in the country and the amount of money a minister is paid, how do you justify keeping almost when you put all, the, when you calculate all the, if the, 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 the total value of everything that has been stolen, it's about $1.6 million dollars in some one person's house you know and you, you you are you telling me that that doesn't raise moral questions that doesn't raise questions about um i mean it's it's it, it, it you know it's not everything that you should be able to name that you should be you should be in a position to judge or describe just what i'm saying there are things you can see and say this is not conduct um what's the word they use becoming of a public officer all right so I, I'm a bit worried by the the speed with which the purported response from the president seeks to exonerate the minister, and almost um, sort of pigeonholing her resignation around loyalty to the government and the government's image. Okay, is that what this is about? That it's about whether somebody's image is good or bad. What signal are you sending to citizens? All right, in terms of profligacy. Well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't criminalize wealth. But if somebody has such an amount of money in their house and it took, I don't know, three or four months for somebody to even discover that the money was lost and then we are in a period of austerity and then the minister comes and says, the finance minister comes and says, we should all bedding share. We should all chip in. And we're talking about salary, uh, what? 30%. 30% salary cut. I, if somebody has an amount of money in their their house they probably even need a salary do you get my point and this is perceptions which are legitimate so i feel like the the the, the letter the president wrote purportedly in response to that uh, resignation i think the tone does not is not sensitive to the feeling of Ghanaians at all you understand me at least you can ask you answer the letter and say well thank you for your service let the the uh, the chips fall where they may 
And the other point is that there hasn't even been a formal process of investigation of anything. Do you get my point? And we've said this on countless occasions that why, why are we digitalizing the economy? Why are we making noise about digitalization of the economy? Because we want to reduce cash in the system. Because we all accept that the more cash you have in the system, the more likely it is to pro promote corruption. Either the proceeds of it or the promotion of it. That's why the that's why the whole argument about digitalization makes sense to everybody. All right. So why would a, a minister of such a standing be keeping such amounts of money in their house? And you don't think he raises questions? For which reason we should even have OSB talking to them about what are your sources of income? Compare that to the assets declared before taking public office and check if there's any reason to investigate further if this is not a smoking gun leading to do you get my point there are so many layers of this and it, it is we should not let's not let's not make it a politicization so they to make the government look bad i mean you are already you're already smelling bad so why you know, why are you saying we should make it, like why are we so interested in whether i look bad or not as if the public cannot discern that this type of thing is, is, is one of the reasons why politicians have lost credibility okay where young politicians i'm not referring to this uh, particular politician now young politicians that we know we all went to school we slept in the same dorm with in two years of becoming public officers sometimes not even ministers have properties scattered over the place which public documents leaks show people who are not very young ministers young people you know if, and if that is not a problem for us at the highest level of government, then I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Do you get me? So the tone of that response, like, oh, you are loyal. What, what are you trying to say to Ghanaians? Do you get me? You know, it, and this is not the first time. We've seen somebody died and the, the person's will became public knowledge. And then it's like, oh, it's almost like Ghanaians are envious. You know, what work do, do people do that when they get to public office, they can own all the properties they own within the time that they own it? You remember the, 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 the will of Sir John? It became a public discussion. You can't talk ill of a dead man, but you can also investigate the kind of a public office even after they are gone. And if we are serious about fighting corruption, we should not make this a, an a NDC MPP issue. All right? Because there are people who have served this country for, for 30 years. They retire on salaries and on pensions less than 5,000 cities. And they also do their best. But people who somehow enter political office, sometimes they are not even in government. They are just politicians. And you are hearing of houses here. You are hearing of amounts of money here. It is, you know, it's serious. It's, it's serious. So I am not an expert, but I think that <clears throat> the OSP has something to look into for nothing at all because he's a politically exposed person the amounts are very large so whilst that court case goes on i think there needs to be a separate probe into the sources of wealth of the couple i think yes. there needs to be it is not witch hunting and oh, the presidency right. should not write to exonerate her it is not in his place he should let institutions work it's not his job the executive implements economic policy implements leadership for the country foreign policy the executive does not decide who is guilty or innocent. That's not their job. It's the judiciary's job. Let's allow separation of powers to work. And whoever wrote that statement should be minded of those things. The perceptions. We are talking about people's confidence in democracy. It's always an issue. CDD will do a survey and say people have lost confidence in politicians. And they blame the media for it. Who, if people lose confidence in our politics, is it the media's fault or the politicians' fault?
Is it our fault for breaking the story or the politician's fault for trying to gloss over it and making it look like anybody who <clears throat> talks about it has something against the government or the minister? No. There should be a standard for public office. Somebody resigned or was sacked <clears throat> in this country because the person had a tip where the person stated a motive. <clears throat> you remember? A motive that she wanted to raise a million dollars as a minister. I think she was a deputy minister of communication. And the president at the time sacked the person. Because the pub public backlash was that we didn't put you there to be minister to, to, be, to be looking for a million dollars. So even though <clears throat> you haven't explicitly committed a crime, the standard of holding a deputy ministerial position and to be seen in a leaked tape speaking loosely, including saying that as for you want to raise a million dollars, means that your position is untenable. So, the president sacked it. Okay, so that standard must be the same. You know, you can't say that, well, this one there, and we haven't said she's stolen money, but the point we are making is that it's the same thing. Do you get me? It's, it, of course, this is not a leaked tape. This is a case that is legitimately being pursued in court. But you, you cannot tell me that having such an amount of money in a house within, I don't know how many years of being a minister, how much are they paid? How much is the president paid? Do you understand? These are questions we must ask if we want the, if we want the, the, the polity to improve. And all right-thinking Ghanaians have to ask for further and better particulars of this matter. And that's the only way we can salvage our democracy. Because you, you cannot, you, you, it cannot be that because the person is in your party, it means that, oh, it's okay. The person has integrity. Let the institutions prove it. Let the institutions prove it. Because all of us are people who, are, who we know have integrity. But when matters come up, we let the, the law run its course. Okay, so I'm not sure <clears throat> if I am delving into legal waters that I'm not supposed to, and you are here to tidy it up. But my initial sense is that that acceptance letter doesn't send the right signal about the intentions of the, of the president. And I'm not sure if I've put it rightly. It's a minute to eight. Let me let Nathan do his segment, and I'll come back to you on this. But, but, but my sense is that, <clears throat> forgive me, the, the tone and the speed with which the letter sought to vindicate the former minister is, 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 is worrying. It's, it's, it's not what is this not. It's not correct. Anyway, I stand to be corrected. You are here too. You went to law school, so you will know. All right, so it's a minute to eight. By the way, <clears throat> the other side story as well, girlfriend, I think you can help me with that story. So there are a number of ministries that the president brought in. Sanitation was one. Aviation was one. Railway was the other. Last week, there was a, a scandal around paying $2 million for feasibility studies. And you see, Ghanaians sometimes, because we mention dollars, that's over 22 million cities for feasibility studies. Godfrey, this is feasibility studies for SkyTrain. We have rail, we have rail in Accra, which is not working. <laughs> now, you can use 22 million dollars to do a number of roads if you want to. So why will you pay a company 22 million cities, which is 2 million dollars, for feasibility studies for a SkyTrain? And it's not a big story. Like, do you understand me? We are making it look like do you know what two million dollars is for what, what feasibility studies okay so what is the result of a feasibility study the former minister says i didn't make the payment this is jogate he didn't authorize the payment it gift it's gift, gift so how much has gift invested that they can pay two million dollars of our money to somebody to do feasibility studies for skytrain skytrain go to uh, nairobi they have trained 
There's a, a, a rail from Kaduna to Abuja on the ground. We've not finished our train. And we are paying somebody $2 million to do feasibility studies for a sky train. So my question to you is, there are three ministries. Sanitation, railway, what's the third one that the president created? Aviation. Aviation. Have they really lived up to expectation? It just in the context of these two weeks. Okay, I will do that for you. You know, Charlie. Anyway, it's time for Tech and Social Media Trends, brought to you by Vodafone. The Odemu promo is getting exciting. Don't miss this opportunity to cash out in the Odemu promo. Buy airtime worth up to five CDs or more and receive up to 20% cash back in your Vodafone cash wallet. Participate in the promo dance challenge and win amazing prizes from Samsung like phones and earbuds. Simply post a video of yourself on social media dancing to the signature Edemu song and tag Vodafone Ghana. You could win some great prizes. Check and social media trends also brought to you by FBM Bank. Sending money to Nigeria has never been this easy, convenient or exciting. Through the new Pan-African payment and settlement system, you can send and receive money to and from Nigeria in minutes for business and personal use. Visit any FBM branch nationwide with your cash. And your money is next door in no time. Aside Nigeria, you can send and receive money to and from Liberia and the Gambia. For more information on the PAPS, please call 59 First, FBM Bank, you first. All right, Nathan, tell me what's trending. Well, uh, <laughs> you can guess one name that will be in the trends, Cecilia Dapa. She's been trending from Friday through the weekend till now. The conversations around this um, alleged theft issue is just generating lots and lots and lots of chats on or chatter on, on social media. Uh, if you go to other things that are... Are trending hashtag BB Niger All Stars is trending. It started over the weekend and it has a huge following. So those who love it tuned in and the conversations were huge on social as well. On the sporting side of things, um Menu is trending, and that's the surname of Man United's <clears throat> 18-year-old midfielder Kobe Menu. He played in Man United's friendly against no, Arsenal. He, he cooked rice. And fans are saying that from Ghana. He has Ghanaian parents. Yeah, if you are men with you are Ghanaian. He was born there. So if you are men with you. You know. <laughs> and the, well, the, 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 the talk is that he dominated the midfield outperformed Declan Rice. And he cooked just, rice. <laughs> he cooked rice. And he sent the food to party. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. And other things, uh, Papi is trending. That's mm. Papi Kojo. Saturday night, he was on UTV's entertainment show and he caused the stare by almost walking off. He was arguing with another pundit called Mr. Logic and they were going back and forth over Sarkodie and related matters. To some tech news, and our very good friend Mr. Musk is in mm. the news Can again. He's going to do something to Twitter. Yes, he says. <laughs> <laughs> now he says that he's bringing a new logo, a new logo for oh. Twitter. It's called. Is the logo is a white X sign on. So it. he's taking away Black, the Twitter bed. Yes. Now he says he's taking away the bed. Now Why? in a tweet. On Monday morning, Linda Yakarino, who is one of the big people at Twitter, said, quote, X is here. Let's do this. End quote. Now, Charlie. Mr. Musk also changed his profile picture to the new logo and added X.com to his Twitter bio. Now, according to reports, he wants to create a super app called X. On Sunday, the billionaire said he was looking to change Twitter's logo, tweeting, quote, and as soon as we, um, and soon we shall bid adieu to the Twitter bed brand and gradually 
all the birds. Oh Lord! It looks like the fun never when, stops you know, with Mr. Musk. He's already that the company has made some losses under him. Like we really hope he knows what he's up to, because Twitter is struggling. We'll see how that ends. That was the tech and social media trends with Nathan. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Ten minutes past eight, City Breakfast Show. What do you make of the Cecilia Pass scandal? What uh, what type of retribution do you think is necessary, or investigation for that matter? Is the resignation enough? If not, what else should happen? That's the question for the morning. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine. Is the former minister resigned? over the scandal in which two of her house helps and their accomplices robbed in robbed the her, she and her family of a total of almost 1.6 million dollars if uh, if everything is added and based on the documents we've seen as published in the chronicle and also as, as confirmed from other sources yes so that's first issue is her resignation enough uh, what else needs to happen to uphold the standard of public morality that's point number one point number two the ministry that she heads and the aviation ministry and the railway ministry do they even have they even and funny thing she used to be in the aviation ministry before she moved to sanitation which are all newly created ministries by this government which were ministries people said were needless and each of these ministries has a minister and a deputy so there's railway there's aviation and there's also which one sanitation have they lived up to expectations? Send us your thoughts. 054-998-6996. But mark your calendars for an incredible event happening on October 12th. Uh, sorry, on August 12th, this Saturday. If I let me go through this again. Mark your calendar for an incredible event happening on Saturday, 12th August at all Toyota Ghana branches in Accra and Tema. Now, Toyota Ghana is offering free vehicle diagnosis for all Toyota and Lexus models. Join us for a day filled with exciting offers like affordable engine, oil change using toyota genuine motor oil thorough 60 point inspection free diagnostics discounted genuine toyota spare parts and lubricants vehicle valuation for a trade-in or cashback deal and toyota global airbag recall campaign inspections don't miss out on this make your way to any toyota ghana branch in accra or tema on saturday the 12th of august and unlock incredible benefits for your vehicle so if you own a toyota you want to pick this phone number 0302 429 8025. 0302 429 8025. Toyota Superior Quality. Meanwhile, the Sukasa brand echoes a sound of hope and reassurance. The Sukasa O'Granston Community's affordable luxury housing project is a radical revelation of a tenable solution to easy access and affordability of housing. Aimed at eliminating squatter streetism and accommodation and rental challenges, poor city planning and security risks. This is located, uh, the company's office is located at East Legon, Lagos Avenue in Accra. And we are rolling out our affordable housing unit on sale from our three bedroom unit with outhouse starting from 97 USD, 97,000, or its prevalent city equivalent. And its four bedroom unit with outhouse starting at 195,000 USD or its prevalent city equivalent. You may call or WhatsApp 0302-960-865 or 055-369-7886 for more information. You can also go to sukasa.com.gh for more information.
Now, after 26 years of uh, bringing joy to our, uh, your homes and money into your pockets, we are phasing out the old godmother draw machines. So from August 1, NLA will introduce ultra-modern lottery machines to be used simultaneously with some of the old draw machines. Now, they are still keeping to the draws, but they are changing a few dynamics here and there. It's the same game, same draw, new draw machines, and a big dose of excitement. If you are interested or have questions, call the NLA on 0266-087-966 or 0266087947 NLA development through games now, the Ghana Revenue Authority, in collaboration with the Ministry of Local Government, Decentralization and Rural Development, is informing the general public that property rate bills for all MMDAs are available electronically on portal.myassembly.gov.gh. All rate payers are advised to go to that portal with their phone numbers, validate their properties, view bills, and pay electronically using Momo debit and credit cards, bank transfers, and checks. There should be no cash payments whatsoever to anybody. You can call the GRA on 03 Zero two seven five six eight two zero or zero five nine six nine eight six nine six eight for more inquiries. Now have a whole new brushing experience with the new Pepsodent Hairball Toothpaste and Pepsodent Charcoal Whites. The hairball is infused with a unique blend of green tea and hairball extracts, while the charcoal white is uniquely made with charcoal and lemon essence that restores your teeth's natural whiteness. Pepsodent, every smile matters. Remember to brush your teeth twice a day with Pepsodent. Now, are you dreaming of uh, getting away and giving your family some uh, you know, great times? Copan Hospitality is offering you an unforgettable Dubai summer vacation for the entire family at $1,450 for double sharing and $1,700 for a single person. And there's a very good discount for children as well. It's happening between um, August 17 and uh, August 23. Don't wait any longer to make your Dubai summer vacation dreams a reality. Call Copan Hospitality on 030-299-8778 or 055-696-5924 or visit their office at East Legon on the Lagos Avenue in the Special Plaza 1 building next to Tomerick Hotel. Copan Hospitality, tourism at its best. All right, 16 minutes past the hour. Send your comments in on the WhatsApp number we've put up there. So I, I think there are a couple of points we're raising. Yeah. Is the resignation enough the, to, to clear the doubt around the integrity of the office holder? Is there something else that needs to be done? Because I am minded that um, somebody sent a message which I, which I thought was interesting. That um, Let me find it. It's basically saying that... Um, a minute. Good. It says, good morning, Bernard. There could be a variety of reasons why a minister of state in a developing country would choose to keep millions of dollars in their room. Mm -hmm. Some possible explanations could include corruption, embezzlement of public funds, illicit activities, or personal financial interest. However, it's important to emphasize that these are all speculative reasons and would require proper investigation and evidence to confirm from Bernard Che, from, from, from Bernard Chebi Amam from. Yes. Uh, do you agree with him? I agree with him, which is why I'm a bit surprised that um, her residence has not been visited by, or at least we are not aware of visits to her residence by BNI, Ioko, FIC, whichever one they prefer. Mm. Because, one, let us understand something, and I'm going to, I've said this a lot. I think the pervasive corruption in our society and in our country means that we tend not to know the value 
of money. Hmm. And I've said this several times on the show. A million dollars is a lot of money. I re-emphasize this when we spoke about the Kwame Nkrumah Mausoleum recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It cost $3.5 million. To put up that whole thing. To put up that thing that we wow. saw, we've seen there. That is going to end the country so much money. It cost $3.5 million. Wow. So, so a third of that. When, almost, yeah, probably when a person has available in hard currency $1.6 million in a spot, we cannot simply say, well, oh, the person has money. What is your issue? What is, uh, you, can, you cannot speculate. You can. It is not the kind of money that regular people are supposed to have mm-hmm. in any society. Yeah, not, not just Ghana. Not just Ghana. Even if you have it, the systems are such that you are not supposed to have it in your house Mm -hmm. it is supposed to be kept somewhere Mm -hmm. so that you can explain it there's a reason why if i make a bank transaction of a certain amount the bank immediately calls the fic sky true or false Mm -hmm. that a has just made a request that x amount of money is coming in why do they do that if it does not matter what is the bank? What is FIC's business that I have money passing? And this is banking. Yeah. This is the supposed. This is legal. Mm-hmm. This is the standard. I'm supposed to put the money in the bank. Even when that up, they check ah this yeah. amount is some way. This person doesn't Irregular do this. Transfers. It's irregular. Yeah. They will notify authorities to come and check. Yeah. I will have to go and explain. Yeah. Alongside my lawyer Richard Sky. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. this is why that is happening. Yeah. So we need to understand that one, it is not normal to have that kind of money on your person it should not be normal and it should not be normalized we have yes we have come to normalize it in ghana so we have and i'm building up so please allow me so we have a situation where now we call people millionaires they are dollar millionaires we are selling two million dollar properties in ghana three million dollar land in Ghana and you ask yourself when you put all of that together in the economy does this look like a country where that kind of money actually revolves in good point you see because the nature of money is that when that kind of money rotates in the economy based on how we have come to undervalue money. So we see a million dollars as being that, oh, this person has two million. The land is three million. This land is five million. So we have that volume of transactions happening and you look at the state of our tax collection. The state of this country and most of the parts of the country that we look revenue shortfalls all over. Government broke going for IMF bailout. There is dissonance. Absolutely. So that should tell people that there is a problem or that kind of money might not act be actual money that is there. Mm-hmm. The other point I want to make as I build, there is, it is very important to distinguish between making a million dollars 
plus and having a million dollars. Can you repeat that? <laughs> we have to distinguish between making a million and having a million. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Hmm. You can earn a million, but in earning the million, you are paying taxes. You are doing all sorts of things. You are adding value to the tune of a million. A million. Or more. Having the actual million means that you have done... you you A, a lot of rich people will tell you that they are millionaires, mm-hmm. but it is tied up in a lot of things. Yep. So, for a rich person to tell you, oh, I can give you a million dollars, that person might have to spend three or four days in a bank. For the bank to say, we will try and put this together for you. Mm. It is not simple money. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to let us understand that a million plus has significant value. Second one that I would, now let me mm. enter the whole issue. And I was going to ask if, from based on what you said, it raises questions, and if it does, what 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 are some of the questions that? Yes, it does raise questions. Been, uh, it does because raise questions. When, because when you clarify, when you differentiate between making and, and having, so does it raise... And, and we're, this is a public you, officer. You, yes, you have to explain yes. how you made it and how you have it. Wonderful. And there are institutions that deal with that so question. So if somebody, if, that, if, if a government agency or an investigative agency wants to you to prove how you made a million or got a million, it is not witch hunting, is it? No, it is not. It's not which hunting because because yeah. I just as I just no within you, our legal so I'm just asking you, can can Yoko or somebody simply randomly say okay we've heard that you have this I'll amount deal with of money let, let me, so let can me. you yeah I just wonder whether that's okay let no let no, no you can come in Sky I can share the time on, on, just on that, point. that yeah within the scope of the the special prosecutor's office mm-hmm. they can deal with that if you look at the establishing authority mm-hmm. uh, which is the act establishing them and then also the regulations that you know found the operations mm-hmm. they can acting on complaints or on their own get involved in this matter and my understanding is that thus far over 200 complaints have been received by the special prosecutor's office um, from diverse sources, largely from social media. You know, you can file a complaint through, you know, their social media uh, mm. platforms and all mm. of that. You can also send a formal email to them, mm-hmm. inviting them to investigate a particular matter. Uh, or you can even go there verbally and speak with so them. So this is unexplained wealth? Uh, this is, I'm talking about this particular matter. No, yeah, I'm talking about the complaints that have been filed, the 200 complaints. So, no, so it is an allegation of possible wrongdoing. Ah, so those, all of those have been filed on separate issues? Yeah. Yes. No, I'm talking about this particular matter. The, the matter we are talking no, no. about. Oh, so you're saying that with, between Friday and today, yeah. people over 200... I have it on authority. That over 200... That special Prosecutor's Office uh-huh. has written... Is it Special Prosecutor's yes, Office? Yes, Special Prosecutor's Office. Yes, yes. Has, has received over 200... Well, in excess of 200 complaints from diverse sources. Oh, really? Ghanaians. Raising issues about the resigned minister that they they expect the OSP to look into exactly. Okay. So wow. we'll continue. Oh, that, right, that's interesting. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, to the matter at hand. Yeah. I read the story over the weekend. On Friday, I was in here. I wasn't feeling too well, mm. but I caught up with the story over the weekend. And <laughs> the first thing I asked myself was, where again, are the institutions that I made mention of. You see, because 
she has reported the theft of her property mm -hmm. to the police. Mm -hmm. That's a state institution. Mm -hmm. The state institution is acting upon that complaint. Mm -hmm. So we have a court case, mm -hmm. which is what has brought this matter to the fore. And this is a criminal case. And this is a criminal case. And the law is handling that part. Mm -hmm. But what perhaps bothered me a bit was the lack of recognition that this would be red flagged as an issue mm -hmm. because when a public officer reports of loss of, such an of amount, loss of such an amount immediately alarm bells will be triggered in certain quarters mm. because then we 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 should not take it as normal mm -hmm. that a public officer comes out and says i've lost a million dollars and these people stole it. Yeah, they are criminals, as alleged criminals, or they are suspects, or this, they are that. Mm -hmm. So deal with them. Mm -hmm. But you don't expect the institutions that have been set up by the same country to point a mirror at you and say, hold on, hold on, hold How on. Did come by that money? How did you come by that money? In the first place. And those are questions that need to be answered. It is mm -hmm. important that point you made about perception. Yep. The perception of it it's not about you, you don't need an exact it, ha, it does not have to be black and white everything mm -hmm. okay the corruption index is a perception index yeah it's what people think mm -hmm. now once that perception continues to go up you have a problem because then people start behaving in a certain way because that perception leads to people assuming that this is what people do this is who they are okay mm -hmm. so they start acting or responding to you in a certain way because they know that the system does not work based on that perception that they have. That perception leads them to make certain conclusions. Mm -hmm. So the point I'm making is, with this particular situation at play, there has to be speed to explain some of these situations quickly. Mm -hmm. You see, it's, these are not things that should last long. Otherwise, it just this is not a committee yeah, probe or yeah. uh, no. Within a matter of a week or so, mm. certain basic yeah. points should have been established. But one of the things the law people may have to help us do is what parameters and what things they should be looking to find out. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Because as I read in that message, there are a variety of reasons why somebody will have that amount in their house, and you can proceed either on the basis of saying, we don't even say there's any wrongdoing. We just want to find out. So the, one of the things I want to do when we come back is, can they just proceed on an inquiry mm -hmm. to say, come and show cause, uh -huh. all right, of why you have this, without necessarily mm -hmm. even impugning some level of wrongdoing. Yes. Or they can say that when we look at the assets you declared, Yes, to which the, the general, which is a public record. And your salary, mm -hmm. and the various things that your family does. That's we don't see any just cause why you should have this amount of money in your house. Explain. So explain. Mm -hmm. Do you follow me? So there can be some basis for doing this. Yeah. But I wanted to do a couple of things before I come to those points. It's a minute to, uh, it's 8.29, I should say. We are taking your comments. So the two premises we are building this morning is beyond the residential of the Minister of Presentation, do you think the system should do more? And the system includes the investigative bodies. And then the second question, the ministry that's living heads and other ministries have brought, have brought in railway ministry, $2 million spent on feasibility studies, really. 
are we getting value for money? But if you own a Toyota, I have good news for you. Saturday 12th August is a great day because they're doing a number of things. Free vehicle diagnosis for all Toyota and Lexus models where yeah. you can get affordable oil change using uh, genuine motor oil. You do a 60-point inspection-free diagnostics. Genuine discounted Toyota parts are being sold. Vi vehicle valuation for trading or cashback available as well. And then there's Toyota Global Airbag Recall Campaign Inspections all happening on that day. So get in touch with Toyota in Accra or Tema and be there on the 12th of August to partake in this very exciting promo. Also, from between 1st July and 31st August, your favorite mall, Accra Mall, is going to make your shopping spree more exciting with our Scan and Win promo. We've got QR code signages placed inside the mall, waiting for you to discover them. So, scan these codes, fill in your details, and you could win amazing shopping vouchers, exclusive gifts from our fantastic shops, and other things. And Bell Park has tea rolls of various kinds. They are soft but not weak, strong but not hard. The perfect tea roll, gentle on the skin and smooth as well. We also have the paper tape, uh, the, sorry, the, the pocket tissue, the table napkin, the toilet roll, and kitchen towels, all made by Pearl Park right here in Ghana. Call 055-1144-400. Another quality product from Bell Aqua. And make life easy on the go with a Zenith Visa or MasterCard. Conveniently shop online, make purchases at retail outlets locally and internationally. Effect transactions on ATMs here in Ghana and abroad, all with your Zenit Visa and MasterCard. Get your Zenit Visa or MasterCard and experience the true convenience of card payment. Zenit Bank, in your best interest. Now, Ghana's biggest housing fair is here again. The Mikasa Home and Property Fair 2023 is the place to be if you are looking for a home to buy or looking for a small real estate investment opportunity. Join us at the Mervyn Peak Ambassador Hotel on the 5th and 6th of August from 9 a.m. till 7 p.m. each day. Come and see or come and meet over 50 developers, loan specialists, home improvement specialists, join intellectually stimulating seminars and walk away with many discounts and prizes. To register, visit mikasa.com slash fair to exit. Exhibit at the fair call 0501 680737 or 0501-453318. Mikasa Home and Property Fair 2023, providing solutions to all your real estate and housing needs. Republic, Bank's, uh, Republic Bank is saying keep winning in the promo that keeps giving. Continue to make all your payments with their four fantastic credit cards and you get to win amazing prizes including interest holidays, cashback rewards and even a two-day staycation at Aqua Safari. It's the tap to pay credit card promo reloaded. Just tap to pay. Live the soft life. We got you. Republic Bank, we are the one for you. In the meantime, we'll be reading some of your comments. Um, in terms of the questions we're asking, is the resignation of the minister enough to uphold the standards of public morality what is the standard of public morality that's the question is there a standard for public office holders is there uh, a, a, so is there a document of the ethics and standards of public office holders that is available for all of us to look into what document will have that and um, how obvious is it if somebody breaches those I'm bringing this because again I refer to the Victoria Hammer issue she was sacked because there was a tape which was audio, uh, which was leaked, showing her saying to somebody in a phone conversation, allegedly, that she was her, her plan for being in government was to make a million dollars. And at the time, it led to so much controversy. Initially, sent a resignation letter, but at least from what I know, the president sacked her yeah. because the Minister for Information confirmed at the time, I that she had been sacked. So the president dismissed her. 
because the, the belief was that the conduct in that exhibited in that tape did not meet the high standards of public office for which reason she was sacked as the deputy minister for communication now i'm asking this in relation to this that sometimes wrong may not be explicitly done but there could be a suggestion or to put yourself in a position that can bring the government into disrepute yes and when i read the tone of the minister's resignation it's almost to say this controversy is not needed by the government so it's in a sense of saying this is not what it's, it's going to make the government look bad so i'm resigning but the flip side is that that's her judgment what about the government's own judgment so the judgment managed to say beyond your resignation we think that this type of thing raises too many questions and therefore there should be an investigation to clear you yes for which reason we will interdict you or put you on some frozen thing until we get Mm-hmm. Do, do you get my point? But it, it all happened very quickly. The president accepts the resignation, says she's loyal, she's integrity, so whatever, so let's move on. And I feel like it does not it does not go to the bottom of the matters of public confidence in the government's anti-corruption fight. And that can only which is why um I am making the point that we need if for her own good and the government's yeah. own good and the good of all public officials mm-hmm. there needs to be an expeditious settlement of this matter this will not take three weeks or four weeks can it be that quick no at least a basic establishment of fact and then a basic establishment of the fact that institutions are also interested in this mm-hmm. see because if institutions are not interested in this that same institution cannot come and be interested in me Mm. You understand? Yeah. Why are you? Cho- why would you choose to ignore a basic inquiry into that source of wealth, mm-hmm. but would be interested in my source of wealth then? Very good point. And then there are people who are saying, I don't know whether this is a legitimate um, the deduction. Mm-hmm. So they said a $1 million in cash <clears throat> is at least 100 bundles of $100 bills. Mm-hmm. All right. Now a bundle is pretty big, big yeah. which is about ten thousand dollars per bundle, mm-hmm. and then three hundred thousand euros Euro is at least sixty bundles of fifty euro bills because euros are in fifty dollar bills, yeah. so it's a lot of money now. So if you lose these monies over a period of four months and not recognize that you've lost them, so there are two possibilities: either there was a lot of it, or the money was at a place that you don't frequent regularly. Mm-hmm. But from the narration in the court in the investigators' story, mm-hmm. this is a bedroom. Mm-hmm. or a room belonging to somebody mm-hmm. so you assume that they go there pretty regularly yeah so and again that's why somebody says these are all speculations but you know you can logically make a deduction and then somebody can come and prove it or not yeah. do you get me so how did that amount of money get taken over a period and it only took the man seeing her in the room mm-hmm. to even notice that there was money being stolen mm. do you follow me that's another question that's coming okay. but Sky, i wanted to just come back because I don't know if there is a law about um, illicit enrichment. All right, this is the word that my friends in anti-corruption are, are using for me. Now, this is the, the, the full message. Bernard. Illicit enrichment has not been criminalized in Ghana yet. So investigative bodies can investigate the unexplained wealth, but until... An illicit activity is established. So let me let me read the, let me read the thing more. Well. Bernard, please, one thing should be clear. 
illicit enrichment has not been criticized, sorry, not I mean, like criticized in Ghana until. Um, so investigative bodies can investigate the unexplained wealth, but until an illicit activity is established, she cannot be prosecuted for illicit enrichment. I don't know if that yes. makes sense. Yes, it Let does me it again. Make sense. She says, the investigative bodies can investigate the unexplained wealth, mm-hmm. but until an illicit activity is established, yes. she cannot be prosecuted for illicit enrichment. So if, she could have family lands that she sold and got that money. Yes. And decided to keep it in her house. It, 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 it makes sense. So, but the first part is what we are looking for. So he's saying that illicit enrichment has not been criticized in Ghana. Mm-hmm. But illicit enrichment means making riches from an illegal activity. No, I'm talking about the part about something needs to happen before so that. So the investigative bodies can investigate the unexplained wealth. So let us investigate it. That is what we are saying. Are we going to have an investigation let's, to make that determination? That's a good point. Uh, before we can then move to point two. To point so, two. so point one is wealth. How the money came about. Then point two is the source. Yes. I want to depart entirely from uh, the me. message from... Uh, oh, from this person? Yes, I mean... Uh, By the way, get article 286 for me, Constitution. I want I'll to look deal at with all of clause, clause 4. No, okay, I'll deal with all okay of wonderful. Um, so, first of all, let me, let me proceed on the basis that the facts we are dealing with are facts having to do with an alleged criminal activity that happened in the home of the minister. Yeah. Property, according to the charge sheet we've seen in the public domain, yeah. belonging to her, her husband. and the husband, yeah. stolen by two households. Mm-hmm. A report was made to the police. Yeah. They were picked up, investigations carried out, mm-hmm. five people charged, yes. including these two households or mm-hmm. former households. Mm-hmm. Three other people involved, a former boyfriend, uh, allegedly of one of the households, mm-hmm. a current or serving boyfriend <laughs> of one of the households, yeah. and, and then, then a father, the father of one of, of, them. One of them. So okay. those are the facts. Yes, sir. Now, the facts, to be clear, don't tell us that the minister has conducted a criminal act. Thank you. What she did as a dutiful citizen was to report theft in her home. Yes. Now, what is happening, which is proper, is that the good people of Ghana mm. are demanding accountability. Yeah. The how come a minister of state, whose salary we all know in the public domain, the husband, we are told, is an architect, but we don't know his salary. But how come a minister would have that much money in her home? How much did, he ha- did she have that when some was taken away, it wasn't until one of the girls was caught allegedly red-handed in their private room that they became conscious of the need to even investigate what had gone missing. So it is a trail mm-hmm. that has gotten us here. So the matter in court is an entirely different matter, yeah. which is pending litigation. This one has raised red flags and okay. people are asking questions. Now, what are the things that are immediately triggered? So it would seem to me that if you read the Office of the Special Prosecutor Act and then you combine that with the regulations that govern what they do, Mm -hmm. clearly um, their authority and mandate is invoked. And let me first of all summarize what should be happening going forward. Mm -hmm. There's something under the law that is known as um, lifestyle audit, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, what that does is to look into um, 
what monies that you make mm -hmm. as a public officer, how you expend that money on people around you, people who work for you, mm -hmm. and which sources you get them from, whether these are legitimate or illegitimate sources. There are intrusive questions that will be asked mm -hmm. as to establish mm -hmm. what exactly mm -hmm. the, 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 the funds are and where they come from. Okay. But the starting point, first of all, is how does the special prosecutor receive his, um, what do you call it? It's matching orders. Yeah, matching orders. Now, if you look at the uh, famous regulation LI-2374, mm -hmm. and um, you go to regulation 1, mm -hmm. it says that the office of the special prosecutor may act, A, on the complaint lodged by a person who has knowledge of the commission of corruption or a corruption-related offense. Mm. Then you, you also have B, a complaint lodged by a victim of corruption. Information obtained, which is C, from an informant or a source of the office. Mm -hmm. D, an investigative journalism report or source. Mm. So if you underline D, the Chronicle broke the story. And a lot of media houses have since run a lot of stories on it. So mm -hmm. that is one of the potential areas that the office may be acting upon. Then you have E, intelligence developed, by, uh, developed during previous investigations, and it goes on and on. But let me come to regulation 1, sub-regulation 2, which says the office may, A, act further to a data mining by an intelligence analyst of the office or any other government intelligence analyst. B, um, also talks about initiate an investigation into corruption or a corruption-related offense when facts or circumstances reasonably indicate mm. that investigations may be conducted to prevent or prosecute such criminal activity. And C, on its own act on i a corruption allegation or corruption related allegation or ii which is roman numeral two reasonable suspicion of the commission of corruption or a corruption related offense mm -hmm. now if you put all of these things that i have read together what basically you can distill from it is that the office of the special prosecutor may either act on the complaint that he has received mm -hmm. or act on its own mm -hmm. based on information that is in the public domain. Good. Now, what then would the office do having uh, received complaints? We are told that over 200 complaints mm -hmm. have thus far been re received from diverse sources. Since Friday. Yeah, that's right. Hey. From either social media uh, platforms that they have or through emails and, and some other formats. The law allows for that. Now, what the Special Prosecutor's Office will be doing, first of all, is to conduct preliminary investigations uh, into whether or not there is a viable case to pursue. Mm -hmm. Now, ordinarily, that's not a matter that they would bring to the attention of the public mm -hmm. um, for, for any reason, but it would seem that we do have a special case on our hands <laughs> that it would, it would require that an exception is made <laughs> so that there is some update to the public that, yes, we have received some complaints and that 
using our powers, mm -hmm. we intend to get into this matter. Mm -hmm. Now, first of all, one of the key documents required mm -hmm. is the original complaint mm -hmm. that was made to the police mm -hmm. regarding this particular matter. Mm -hmm. The complaint that was made, mm -hmm. they did involve all these five people or some of them. Mm -hmm. How much money mm -hmm. was mentioned in the original complaint yep. to the police? Yep. Who was claimed in that complaint mm. to be the owner of the property? Because if you see you, somebody has stolen something, it must necessarily be property somebody. belonging to someone Good. before you can say that theft has occurred. Mm -hmm. Now, based upon that, what entries were made by the police? Mm. And what findings were made by the police? Why is that important? Because you need to, first of all, establish how much is involved. And who owns the money? Who owns the amount? That then becomes the basis for which if OSP wants to make an investigation, they will go. Exactly. I get you. Now, mm. the second layer of that is the charge sheet mm -hmm. that ultimately went to court. We're told that there was an original charge sheet mm -hmm. which was subsequently amended. So mm -hmm. an amended charge sheet was filed. Mm -hmm. In other words, they took something first to court mm -hmm. and then with the leave of the court, amended the original one uh -huh. and took something new to mm -hmm. the court. Mm -hmm. Now, what we've seen in the public domain signed is the amended charge sheet. Mm -hmm. And on that charge sheet, we're told that the former minister owned the property in question, uh, properties in question, and that one million US dollars was involved, 300,000 euros was involved, and some other valuables. Mm -hmm. So, you would imagine that the Office of the Special Prosecutor will be making a formal request for certified true copies of the charge sheet that mm -hmm. went to court mm -hmm. because of the possibility that what is in the public domain may not may, be accurate. Exactly. Fact. So, they need an official document based mm -hmm. upon which they, 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 they would act. Then also, one other thing that will be targeted has to do with the assets declared by the minister exactly. when uh, she was um, you And these assets declared are not shared with the public, but they are within the remit of, I think, parliament. No, the Where Auditor General. Okay. So okay. if you look at the uh, provisions of our constitution, the constitution makes, um, uh, what do you call it, makes it a requirement that mm -hmm. as a public officer within the remit of Article 286 of the constitution, mm -hmm. you need to declare your assets shortly after coming into office. Mm -hmm. And then also where you are exiting office, you need to make a declaration. Of course, you can update the records mm -hmm. as you go. Mm -hmm. Now, when a matter comes up, which is corruption related or something that creates problems for you or some people around you, mm -hmm. a formal request can be made for the for documents. Which then becomes a way of making uh -huh. some determination. Exactly. So it may go before a court of competent jurisdiction if you look at 286, um, you know, clause 3A, or before a commission of inquiry, mm -hmm. or before an investigator appointed by the Commissioner for Human Rights and Administrative Justice. So if you look at, you know, um, what do you call it? Um, Article 286, mm -hmm. clause, uh, clause, two, uh, clause 3, actually, um come to even a mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. this is where for instance the special prosecutor may make an application to a court of law mm -hmm. and request formally mm. this uh, assets declared by the minister okay. based upon which they, they will proceed now the next logical question will be if they have made 
sufficient collection of documents relating to this matter. <laughs> what next could happen? What can they do with it? Uh -huh. Now, if you look closely at the provisions of the regulations I quoted much earlier, which is the... LI-2374. Exactly. There is an interesting... Um, regulations 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. There are regulations in there which, which empower the Office of the Special Prosecutor to do a lifestyle audit. Okay. And if you go to hmm. um, Form 11 mm -hmm. of that particular regulation, mm -hmm. you'll notice that, and there's also a B, which is attached to it, mm. there are very intrusive questions that may be asked of a person mm. that has become target for their investigations. Mm. So, for instance, they can ask you for amount that is held. A, cash in hand. Mm. B, cash, cash in hand in Ghana. Cash at a bank outside Ghana. Mm. Amount held on behalf of a trustee or trustees and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. Amount held on your behalf or in trust for you by any other person. Loans or advances received by you. Mm. Amount held on behalf of or as trustee of spouses, partner, or any such relation. And it goes on and on and on. What it does is basically to investigate your background. To know what monies you may have had in the past, what you have now, what you may end tomorrow, okay. what you may be mm. holding for and on behalf of somebody, and all of that. So the question I have for you, not to stampede you, is mm -hmm. what would they do with all of this? You've already said to me that they can ascertain how much is involved, who owns the amounts, compare this to the person's uh, assets declared, and mm -hmm. then you also do lifestyle audit. Mm -hmm. My question is, so when they when when they when they do this investigation and get these documents, mm -hmm. what can they do with it? Okay, so there must then be a basis to now invite the minister formally for questioning, grilling, as people sometimes call it. So then, based on everything that has been established. Prima facie case would have been made by the Office of the Special Prosecutor that there's something to investigate. So let's move now into the proper investigative stage. Where would so, invite... so so two things? She's investigating. The OS will be investigating unexplained wealth. Yeah. In this case. Uh, yeah, because if, for instance, if for instance, if the minister is asked to explain a difference, for instance, between what she declared previously and what is now in the public domain who owns it who did not own it if there are va variations as to give the minister uh, what do you call it the office of the special prosecutor cause to go into proper investigation of this matter what we are saying therefore is that they are looking to establish possible wrongdoing which will form basis for prosecution if the facts support prosecution that's fair i i, I just need to come and make the point so there's unexplained wealth right but there's also illicit wealth from wrong activities which includes the process of corruption mm -hmm. and i'm saying that <clears throat> you can get a but you may not be able to prove b in a sense that let's assume the assets declare show that my salary is ten thousand mm -hmm. and all the money i have in my life is five hundred thousand cities mm -hmm. and then i have um 1.6 million worth of assets in my home mm -hmm. so that clearly is unexplained well but that's just the first leg of the problem. Mm -hmm. The second leg is that that wealth is not explained. Mm -hmm. 
So maybe I say people give it to me as a funeral donation. People give it to me as a gift. Mm -hmm. How do you then proceed to... to, to, to I, I think the crime would be if the money I had came from wrong sources. But you can't prove that. That's my no, point. You see, no. So I'm saying you can't... So let me explain. You can prove that the money I have is unexplained. Yeah. But you can't prove that I got it from wrong sources. No, so there are two different things. Unexplained is not the same as money from illicit. Yes, source. I know. That's what I'm saying. That now, if no, you prove me... that I have unexplained money, uh -huh. is that a crime? Yes, it is. In this case, there's a declaration that you have made formally to the Auditor General, right? That these are the assets that you own. You have been asked to explain how come, how you earn your money. You give, you provide details. That is form A. If you go to form B, there are other questions that are asked, which questions are very intrusive. And for the benefit of... Now, which is what you... But I, 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 don't want to go in, I don't want to do procedure. I want to do outcomes. So my, the, what I'm asking this morning is, there are two issues. Unexplained wealth mm -hmm. and then illicit wealth. Mm -hmm. Are you saying that... Let me, let me just... Are, are you saying that unexplained wealth mm -hmm. can be construed to be corruption? Yes. That can even found, you know, money laundering charges. The reason okay. being that, okay. first of all, illicit money, so maybe child trafficking. Or drug trade. Drug trade. That's explicitly illicit. Exactly. So that is explicitly illicit. So you can deal with that. On its own. On its own, in another way. Yeah. The unexplained is where you have been given an opportunity to explain how you came by some money. Or there is some asset that you are said to have. You cannot explain how you got that asset. Because a form has been given to you to tell us what money you earn, where you earn them from. So let, let's play the devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. If I said people give me gifts because of favor, mm -hmm. so my total asset is half a million CDs. Mm -hmm. I have 1.6 million because on my birthday, people brought me gifts. At the funeral, people brought me donations. And all of those things together have increased the amount of money I have on me. Mm -hmm. And I've been so busy, I wasn't able to go to the bank. Mm -hmm. What metric will the OSP use to decide whether that explanation is valid or not? So, better. So, you have received gifts from people to celebrate you on your birthday. Yes. The law in this country is that where you receive the gift, yeah. you would have to pay tax on it, right? Fine. Now, the question is, did you pay taxes on the gift that you have received? I, maybe every year I file my annual tax hold, returns. Hold on. No, I'm coming. You are going. But you're asking me a question. I'm saying that I file my tax returns. Uh -huh. So sometimes it includes the gifts. Other, other times it doesn't. But that doesn't invalidate the fact that I got gifts. So, Bernard, you see, everything is about proof. Mm -hmm. You said that you receive gifts. Yes. A form has been sent to you to explain your wealth. Yes. You are now under so I must mention, an obligation. So I must mention who gave me the gift. Yes, that's right. So you uh -huh. have to detail that, oh... I received X amount of money mm. from Godfrey. So I have to mention the source. Yeah. So you're, you're saying that that explanation mm. has to be, it's, it's a factual process. Oh, yeah, that's right. And if I claim somebody does me 100,000 CDs, mm -hmm. you have I must mention who the person is and the date they gave it to me. I'm not so sure about the express mentioning of a name, but I believe that these are things that... No, because we, see, we are coming to, see, the whole point is about unexplained wealth. Mm -hmm based on the income i have mm -hmm. and my former income sources yeah. all right so my reasoning is that it can be quite tricky mm -hmm. to ascertain what is exp what is an adequate explanation or not is there a rubric that the osp uses to say that 
even though you earn 500,000 CDs, mm. you got 1.6 million and mm. you claim that some of it came as gifts for funeral and things. Mm-hmm. And yet we are not satisfied with that explanation. No, you see, so it's a, it comes down to a difference between what you have explained and what you have not explained. So let's say, for instance, you were celebrating your 40th birthday, right? Yeah. The City FM decided to give you a car, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then subsequently, it was determined that, oh, you have some other vehicles which you own. Yeah. Right? Now, a matter happens. The, the, the OSP is looking at your sources of income. Yeah. They send you a form. Fill it. You fill okay. the form. Yeah. Now, you ignored or you neglected to include some other cars that are in your name. Mm-hmm. Right? If there is a substantial difference or some difference between what you formally declared as your property and those that you did not declare of course the the osp will proceed against those that you did not declare because in that case it is to be taking that they did not belong to you do you understand but if you declare something and there's a difference between what you declared and then your income then there is a suggestion that ah these are your formal sources of income how come there's a difference between the formal sources of income that you have and the value I see. of the assets? So let, if the claim? OSB finds out that half a, a million dollars of what I have, I can't explain what yes. happens next. Uh-huh. So in that case, then there is a prima facie case of unexplained wealth. unexplained wealth. Which they can then use to do what? To prosecute you. Can I not say the miracle of God give me the money? No, it's not a reasonable <laughs> explanation. Miracle is not the... It's not reasonable explanation. The favor of God. No, it's not a reasonable explanation. So you see, uh, uh, in in this regard, so I'm coming. I'm pushing it. So, so I have a charge of unexplained worth of a million. So they will send me to court under which law? So in this case, possible money laundering could be charged. It could, could, could be. Could be uh, but shouldn't there be a? Uh, you use the word private fashion. The fact that I have a million doesn't mean I'm doing money laundering. But where did you get it from? That's what I'm saying. So like, explain it. Explain it. It's people like me and they give me the money. Uh, so so tell, them that, that, tell them that, oh, Godfrey gave me a million. I'm saying that to push something. Uh-huh. <laughs> if a public office holder says, and I'm not saying this, and listeners, help us, we are not necessarily even saying that this is what the minister would say or not say. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get a layman's understanding of where the law can go, which is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. If the person says, people give me a gift, mm-hmm. to what extent can the OSP then construe those gifts to be bribes? I'm asking no, this... You see, that's an entirely... No, no, I'm, I'm coming. Maybe I'll take, it, I'll, take it, I'll take your time. You said mm-hmm. it's unexplained wealth. Mm-hmm. The reason the wealth is not explained is that it doesn't come through the sources that I have declared, which means that the, mini, the OSP is looking for sources which are not righteous mm-hmm. or sources which are not legal legal mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. which could include bribes yes which could include illicit transfer uh-huh. or include monies i have stolen uh-huh. but my question is how does the osp then proceed having established i have one million dollars of unexplained wealth mm-hmm. to decide which possible infraction cost that money do you get my point so that you know that i have one million that i can explain mm-hmm. but you the osp to how, how do you, you also can't explain it so how do you decide to proceed on illicit uh transfer or corruption how do you proceed hold on you said that godfrey gave you some money right i said people give me gifts who you say you people? accept no who are those people? some i know some i don't no you see, you see I'm, you I'm, I'm, I'm a public figure no you can't say that ah you, but people, don't people send you money that you don't know no 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 but everybody who gives you money bernard you know that this person paid you me see, for i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to say that uh-huh. two things and this is what why i'm i'm playing this devil's advocate mm. not everything that we can accuse a person of is 
explicitly stated in a law. We may need to do things like code of conduct of public officers if we don't have one to then add to what you've done. So after the work you've done with OSP where you've laid out the fact that the amount of money belonged to me but it didn't agree with my sources of income and therefore it's unexplained wealth. Mm -hmm. Then you can either proceed on two levels. You can proceed on the level of code of conduct of public officers which, which would obviously include things like how much... But I, no, I think you are going you, to... You, you, no, no, I'm, 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 because you are saying there are two things. So when you get the unexplained wealth, yeah. you can then go to mm -hmm. whether it is money from an illicit source, for which then you have either bribery, stealing, or illicit financial flows, mm -hmm. which is stage two. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm saying that stage one that you've done, which is unexplained wealth, mm -hmm. you can also come to it through the point of code of conduct of a public officer. No, you see, code of conduct is much... It's not... It's, it, not, it's smaller? It is... It's code, These are basically... Um, they are administrative tools, right? Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Code of conduct stuff. They are administrative tools. Not necessarily hard law in the sense of you have done something wrong and therefore I am taking you to court to prosecute you. Mind you, President John Mahama, when he was in office, there was something in, in, in connection with code of conduct, something that they launched in Pedro, if my memory serves me correctly. These are not things that you can, properly speaking, be prosecuted on. But if... If a person breaches the code as a public officer, I don't know if there's a law, a, a bill for the code, because I know some people are working towards having a bill for yeah, code they of conduct. They are working on yeah, the so bill. My, my point is that, will that code. bill not then include punitive sanctions beyond uh -huh. simply sacking? No, so if it is crystallized into an act, it's an entirely different uh -huh. Which is where I'm coming from. So uh -huh. we are talking about what exists now. Uh -huh. Yes. You are saying that as of now, we don't have there that. is no law... Mm. Even if there's a code, it's not a law. Mm -hmm. So you cannot proceed criminally on a code. No, no, no. You can only proceed administratively. Yes. But if it becomes a law, mm -hmm. then you can ground... Because what I'm trying to say to you is that mm -hmm. what this uh, anti people are saying is that mm -hmm. you can prove illicit, uh, unexplained wealth, mm -hmm. but to link it to an illicit activity is the bigger challenge. Hold on. You see, that's why I was trying to say that when you cannot explain it, there is... A presumption there's something known as reverse burden mm -hmm. in normal times mm -hmm. the law is that he who alleges must prove in normal times. so if the state says that you bernard you have done something wrong mm -hmm. it is the it is it is the obligation mm -hmm. of the state mm -hmm. to prove that bernard you did abcd wrong i get you right however there are special cases created by law mm -hmm. the unexplained thing is one of them mm -hmm. Where a presumption oh. is made that oh you so once you can't explain it so that the thing is now on you yeah that's right so once the special prosecutor says that you Bernard you mm -hmm. got this money from illicit sources the burden or oh, unexplained on, sources yeah that's unexplained right. sources yeah that's right the burden is on you to prove that oh I have thought about this matter in fact on the 15th day of you know January Akoto brought me 2,000 Ghana cities in an envelope a day later Nathan brought me 10,000 Ghana cities. Uh, two weeks I later. I hope you are speaking prophetically. I want to receive it, but I don't know if you are just talking. My example of the prophet. So keep mentioning. Uh, and then Sky also brought. Yeah, no, no, no. I was oh, Bernard, you know, I have built a new house for you at, you know, yes. Tranako. Yes. So, so let's go. I'm giving you. understand? Aha. Uh -huh. And when you finish with all of that, yeah. that, it is not your word that is enough. Okay. You will have to call Akutu. They have to call Goffred. They you have to actually call, send him those things. Uh -huh, to actually audit and satisfy themselves, and for that matter, the court, mm -hmm. 
that indeed the claims that you have made, which you have deposed to, are actually factual in fact and therefore in law. Because it could have been that Godfrey is doing something illicit that he shouldn't be doing. And this man is doing something illicit. Or maybe I'm doing something illicit. So that if it is established that, ah, you actually even knew that Godfrey was into an illicit business. This man, illicit business. I am also in, into an illicit business. You knew that. And yet you even received the money. Then the question now becomes, did you this honestly receive uh, money? Which is why some of the people in the five have been charged for receiving exactly dishonestly okay. receiving so mm. you you mm. you were aware you mm. knew that mm. this money mm. was not coming from a genuine source mm. and yet you received it anyway but this is a very controversial point you've made which i think i want other lawyers to confirm sky is saying that in regular times the person who alleges proofs but in cases of unexplained wealth once it is established that <clears throat> the wealth you have cannot be explained the onus is on you yes if the accused yeah. if you go to, 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 to explain your unexplained or so the osp is just basically establishing that there's a certain amount that you cannot yes you have to explain yeah. once you're unable to explain it mm-hmm. the burden falls on you the the owner well, of the wealth yeah. it's known as reverse burden and does this unexplained what apply to public officers or both public and private officers pa- private and public but and you, you are saying we don't even need necessarily to establish an illicit source of the funds once i can't explain it I have a burden to prove that I got the money from a, from a legitimate source. But why are you struggling to explain money that you got legitimately? Yeah, I brought the miracle dimension. He didn't accept <laughs> it. <laughs> so, so, so you're saying that if the money I have is legitimate, I should be able to explain it. Yes. So once I can't explain it, it is presumed illegitimate. Yes. Which is why okay, I... Okay, that's a very important yeah, point. No, but if you remember when I was yeah. explaining, I'm saying, hmm. that's why I said we have to distinguish between earning and having. And having. having. Mm. Which is what the OSP mm. will ask you. Mm. Mm. How did you earn to have? Mm. Mm. But you can have without earning. So you explain how you had it. Here. Which is the gift angle. So you will explain that have. Now, okay, the other question, I'm again pushing the... So if the person then lifts the veil and mentions that people give them the gift, mm-hmm. I got money from this person, that person or the other, can, will the OSP say, okay, that's enough. So the money you got, you explain it. Or he will now go and say, okay, you who gave him the money, where did you get it from? Uh, see, that's what I said. Oh, why did you give it to him? Uh, so that's what I said. That if he mentions Nathan, Nathan then the OSP will invite Nathan for questions. But Nathan is a rich man. It doesn't matter that he's a rich man. There will be questions as to the reason behind He likes me. Is there a trace of some work that you did for you wonderful there are all kinds of i I think you are not making so you're saying that Mm. i have to explain the wealth so even if i mention that i got the money from all these people Uh the people who gave me the money can also then be asked how they gave me the money yeah that's right why then we can also establish the relationship between us exactly so So for the public officer Mm -hmm. who gave him a contract Mm -hmm. and then he came to give me a gift of a million then we can say how are you giving me a gift of million when he's giving you a contract just a year before then you can establish the link Uh i think you are making sense to me now I was just pushing the question to, to get <laughs> if, it. Bernard, if you go through okay. the Anti-Money uh, Laundering Act Thank 2020, mm-hmm. Section uh, 1, mm. uh, Sub 3, mm. says, where a person under investigation... So, Section 1 has to do with money laundering. Mm. Now, it says, where a person under investigation for money laundering mm. is in possession or control of property mm-hmm. f- which the person cannot account for... Mm-hmm and which is disproportionate to the income of that person from known sources, known sources, that person shall be deemed to have committed an offense 
under subsection 2, mm. which is, of course, it talks about money laundering. So the, the other question is that, does the OSP regularly do these things or they wait for a, a complaint or they wait? Because I'm saying this because mm. some people can also see this as a possible witch hunting thing, right? So somebody sitting in somewhere who's a very known critic of the government and then the OSP can then proceed and say, by the way, you cry, you have two houses in transact, how did you get it? Mm. Now, my, my question is, when I was born, did they invest? Uh-huh. And also, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying this OSP would do something like this. All right? I'm just trying to look at the parameters under which they can proceed. You said a publication, a journalistic evidence, some data mining. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like there, there has to be some right. trigger. Oh, yeah. Normally, because, yeah. you see, if there's no trigger, mm-hmm. it can become... It's latent. Yes. So if, if, if there's no trigger, like if a journalist has done a story mm. or there's a discussion in the public domain about somebody mm. or there's a, a contract involving somebody or the person is doing a project for government mm-hmm. or the person's name has come up in a special news item, mm-hmm. I can see cause. But I can, I can also see where a very bad OSP, because don't mind you, the OSP is appointed by the president, mm-hmm. okay, can decide to persecute the president's opponents. This is hypothetical. Okay. On the basis of on the basis of we don't like the person because no, Imani no. is always criticizing so the government. See, I'm, I'm coming home. Okay. You see, we are talking about institutions and what sets them up and how the people who manage the institutions will use the power. So we pray that the people who run institutions are good. They are solid. Kisiye mm-hmm. Jabin, great. But you will not always have Kisiye Jabin. Just that you can have somebody who do you get me? So is the yeah, but is the organization's ally conk mm. enough to prevent? a bad person who holds it from using it to do bad things that's the question i'm asking you so if if i'm a lawyer mm-hmm. and the the scope of the act mm-hmm. and the authority of the uh, special prosecutor is not properly involved you go to court and question whatever they are doing mm. but once they come into the full remit of the provisions are read to you mm. has there been some complaint made Mm. Has there been a publication? Has there been some data mining and all of these things mm. as to lead the op- mm. office of the special prosecutor to come to the conclusion that, oh, mm. there's some reasonable suspicion that something wrong mm-hmm. has been done in this particular area. Let me dig into it. Mm. If there is no basis to initiate an investigation, okay. you cannot... Another question. Let, let me just Can OSP work whilst police is also working at the same time? I'm asking this because of parallel investigations. Mm-hmm. So we know that in this particular matter, the police are looking at a specific case of theft. Yeah. But assuming the police felt that they wanted to go into this illicit well, Sorry, Ill, Ill, uh, unexplained well, mm. which I believe the police have the right to. Do they not? No, I don't. Okay. I don't that's, think that's that. why I made oh, the specific have. state institutions. Uh, the police don't see, have This would be it. matters for the FIC, Yoko, even the BOG to a point. If Yoko they want to, but that's a stretch. It's an organized crime. Uh, yeah, so, 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 so let's let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this well. Yoko, OSP, CID, FIC. Let's just do a basic understanding of their difference i know you can go into all the details so no you are saying yoko economic and crimes unit they are into a syndicated crime yeah, right. so it must involve a network yeah. so that's yoko mm-hmm. now police is all crimes yeah all crimes yeah. and the cid investigates mm-hmm. good so osp is uh, corruption and corruption corruption and corruption related offenses as it pertains to politically exposed people yes largely yes good mm-hmm. what about shiraj 
Should I deal with human rights violations and administrative breaches? So what about FIC? FIC, that's Financial Intelligence, Intelligence. Center. So, for instance, they deal with suspicious transactions. Uh, exactly, with the banks. And then deposit. Uh, so FIC can assist Yoko, can assist mm. uh, OSP, mm -hmm. can assist police, can assist Raj. Yeah. So they are more technical. Mm -hmm. Good. So if it's a syndicate, then it's Yoko. Yoko, yeah. If it's an politically exposed person and corruption, is OSP. Related, yeah. If it's any other thing, it's police CID. Generally, yeah, that's a general jurisdiction, criminal jurisdiction of the police. All right, I think you've done a good job. Let's read some comments on the questions we asked. And by the way, the second question you haven't answered, though. The ministries, now that the minister is being sought to be replaced, mm -hmm. maybe this is a second question for a different day, but I okay. still feel I need some information on that. Do you think the Ministry of Sanitation has justified its existence? No. Do you think the Ministry of Railway has justified its existence? No. Do you think the Ministry of Aviation has justified its existence? No. Wonderful. Let's take. Let, 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 let's let's read some comments, right. and I'll come back to you, okay. Nathan. Help All me. right. Uh, Eben says, "Let's uh, let's not the amount distract us from the fact that the house holds the house, the house help. help. Sorry, acted in a criminal manner. Doing it. Says we need to know who they worked with and how they got those." properties and cash out of the house but they didn't get the property out of the house mm. they could have used the same plan to kill uh, jb down quite okay that's his allegation. but it's a question that has not been answered <laughs> why did <laughs> a a two. A two. so listen a1 is the 18 year old yes a2 is the 30 year old a3 is the current boyfriend of a1 malik a4 is the father of a1 yes a5 is the former boyfriend of a1 Mm. In the cheat you read, A2, which is the second woman, 30 year old, sent some money to A5. That matter, we need to investigate it. <laughs> the police will give us. Let's <laughs> go. How does A2 be sending money to A5? And the money A5 gets is more than the money A3 gets. It's a scandalous matter that you are, you are deciding not to, to overlook. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of service benefit. <laughs> this one mm, says, not to sound or condone corruption but someone made statements about making a million dollars and was made to resign now someone has that amount as a public servant in their home and the person is being treated with kid gloves okay. says the system never balanced John Sadoboy says God has several ways of exposing the rot in the system all right. This one says, in the instance I'm being queried to confirm giving money as a gift to a substance, to a sorry, to a suspect. What am I doing? Will the SP now investigate me, the giver, to validate my source of yeah. income? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe yeah. my income cannot make me have that quantum of money I have given as a gift. Yes. Yeah, so Davis from Obuasi is asking. Mm -hmm. This one says. Sianyo uh, in UG says, what Sky is attempting to convey mm -hmm. is that the legitimacy of wealth, mm -hmm. which has been acquired through legal means, mm -hmm. but lacks a clear explanation of its source, raises doubts. Yes, sir. It is essential to concentrate on valid arguments in a respectful manner at this point. Says Bernard has to behave. No, no I am, I am, I am trying to use questioning to get meaning. And I have a comment that actually agrees with Sky. So let's read this. Bernard, good morning. Morning. Uh, my thoughts on the DAPA case, the combined effect of Section 13 and Section 55 of Anti-Money Laundering Act 2020, Act 1044, clothe the law enforcement agencies with the powers to investigate illicit enrichment, except that the law limited the provision to a situation 
when the person is under investigation for money laundering. Mm -hmm. Now, if the OSP should put the minister under investigation for corruption, which is a predictive offense of money laundering, and money laundering, he can invoke the Anti-Money Laundering Act to go into the matter. Fortunately, the law didn't say this can only be done when the person has been convicted for money laundering. It says when the person is under investigation. Mm -hmm. Remember, those provisions are for LEAs. I don't know what LEA is. Law Enforcement Agencies. As the FIC is not an investigative body. Mm -hmm. So fine. The law says that once the person cannot explain the source of wealth and disproportionate to his income, it should be assumed mm -hmm. that the person has committed a money laundering offense. Now, he then goes on to point me to um, the AML law, AML Act 2020, Act 1044, uh, Section 553. Mm -hmm. In a trial for an offense under subsection 3, oh, sorry, in, in, in a trial for an offense under subsection 3 of Section 1, the burden of persuasion is on the party claiming that the property in the possession of that party is not proceeds of unlawful activity. Which, which is what you were saying, saying that yeah. you have to prove but he's saying that this has to come under the principle is the reverse person yes that that's what he's saying yeah. then somebody also gives me something else which also again seems to agree another lawyer he says so if you say section one three and this is the which again that? um give me a minute somewhere uh, oh gosh a picture so if, if you check section one three of aml the same act mm -hmm. it says that um, there is a presumption of guilt mm -hmm. until a person can explain their wealth. Yeah, so yeah. It, it points me to section one three. Mm -hmm. So money laundering again. It's the same thing this guy said, where when a person an investigation for money laundering is in possession or control of a property which the person cannot account for and which is disproportionate to his income or that person for known sources, that person shall be deemed to have committed an offence under subsection two. So same. So two different legal sources. But there are a couple more. Uh, this one says Bernard. Mm -hmm. The OSP can look into the matter, but cannot charge for unexplained wealth in court without proving that the source of the wealth are from illicit activities. Okay, so this person is not a lawyer. Once you have not explained it, then there is a problem. All right. Um, more people are commenting. Bernard, my worry about this matter is that if over one million got stolen over a period of four months without you knowing, imagine how much was the entire money that was in the house. That's a question a lot of people have asked. So. Yep. Uh, ben from Ataiko is asking whether... Same question too. Mm -hmm. The ministers pay tax to the GRE. Mark from Ashie, yes, he's asking the, the same, same same question, question really. Yes. You know, that Charlie. Probably there's a lot more. Mm -hmm. there's a lot more. Another one. The story more than anything else exposes the sordid level of depravity and obscene perversion in our society. Somebody agrees to accept without questioning seventy thousand dollars from a child of eighteen. She probably was even younger at the time, without questioning and handed over to her the keys to the house. That's the new house they bought. Mm -hmm. She was able to pay cash amount of 80,000 CDs to buy a car, also without questioning. Mm -hmm. Then she spent over 100,000 Ghana CDs to pay for her rent in advance. Oh, none no of these questions. folks bothered to ask where she got the money from. And even if they did ask, they yeah, must have they been satisfied with the explanation from a minor as to how she can come to such money. And Maybe oh, she used the proxy. Yes, and so we don't know this. And oh, the father who knew her young daughter and how she was admitted receiving 50,000 from her now 18 year old daughter so this is comments people are, but you see government's point is that 
it doesn't necessarily have to be that girl herself giving the mm. money, which is why the police have, uh, have arrested accomplices, yes. some of who are 30-year-old men who are mm. probably able to then use the money. money to buy so we shouldn't case. assume that the, the, the lady did the transactions herself. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't make that assumption. We'll be right back with more. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. If you hate me and I don't even know, shame on you. If I love you and I don't let it show, shame on me. If you got enough and you don't help the needy, shame on you. If I wrong you and you can't forgive me, shame on you. Before we come to more of your comment, Roberts and Sons Obstacle Services, second branch is now open in Kumasi, Abrepot Junction, adjacent Intel FM, same premises with Aminfirura Bank. Enjoy great discounts and free giveaways at our Kumasi, Abrepot Junction branch. We have an ultra modern uh, Abrepot Junction branch for comprehensive eye care and unbeatable products and services from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mondays to Fridays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays. Call us on 050 Sorry, 519 That's 0501-519-111 for more information. Robert and Sons, second branch now open in Kumasi. Old Mutual is 10 years in Ghana, celebrating a decade of greatness. We are a leading financial service provider offering innovative customer solutions with a workforce of over 500 employees across the country. We play critical roles in championing customer operations. We are the first insurance brand to introduce WhatsApp insurance and an annuity package. Old Mutual Ghana provides superior customer service to its clients through a 16-hour call center facility, a WhatsApp chatbot and self-service portal for easy accessibility. Go to oldmutual.com.gh for more information. Old Mutual, do great things every day. And Heritage Christian College is calling for uh, applicants for their programs in accounting with computing, marketing, human resource management, and business infotech, all under BBA programs. We also have a BSc in nursing and IT, as well as info security and theology. We are affiliated to KNUST, credited by GTEC. And we have a unique entrepreneurship training program with financial support, which includes scholarships, affordable fee structure, and one student, one laptop. You can dial star 789 star 300 hash for our online serial number or visit hcuc.edu.gh for more information. Drink standard water. We have over 25 years experience in providing quality and refreshing water for quenching of your thirst. We come in sachet, bottle, dispenser, mounted jar, and customized water for your parties and other social locations. Standard water is available for purchase from supermarkets, retail, and sales delivery trucks. Call 0202-055-703. Here are more of your comments on the issue. Alright, this one says, all what Godfrey is saying is it's not as though our institution for these activities don't know, but they are and can't do it because they've been put in the pocket of politicians. If we don't check the powers 
vested in politicians and the and as such uh, the president and, uh, and the president we won't go anywhere here in finland last year the prime minister was suspected to have spent some 800 euros or more on breakfast hmm. the speed with which the police moved into action was just marvelous hmm. let's delink our institutions from our politicians hmm. isaac from helsinki hmm. sent that. Are, are you following the sky uh, the nicola sturgeon story in the uk yes uh, you know even that a number of mps were jailed um mm. a couple of years ago a number of years ago for the expenses uh, for expenses that they accounted false accounting of, of yeah. what exactly were yeah. spent. and these were not like millions of <laughs> you know hundreds these of were pounds. A few thousands and yeah. hundreds of okay of, of, of pounds so <laughs> in other jurisdictions you don't mention millions and these are jurisdictions who give us money yeah these are to do projects that's not to say that they don't engage in corruption. Yeah, but at least there's a standard they uphold. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. All right, um, this one says, Bernard and Co., the scandal could have been avoided had the minister handed the whole case to her husband, a pseudo-owner of the stolen funds. Okay, he seems to think that it was handled wrongly. Just I don't No, actually, me. see, a, a quick point on that. If the system works the way it's supposed to work, Political being handed effort. over to the husband or not, the police. But, but what is this texter's motive for sending this? No, message? hold on, Bernard. Even if, uh, yeah, you let's 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 say he has a bright idea. <laughs> he has a bright idea, right? <laughs> as soon as you report this, the police will. Uh, you've lost one point six million. The police should notify somebody yeah. else to check that. Ah, who is this person? Who is this person? How come this person has in excess of? A million dollars at home in cash. Complaining like and by the way, how did the story get in the public domain? I court. also think that we need to comment whoever leaked the story. No, it was in court. It was in court. Yeah, but we don't know if the journalist was in court. Yes, the 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 Friday story was a court report. Okay. You know, the Chronicle has a very strong presence at the, the courts. courts. Okay. Yes, another one. Good morning. I think this government is really taking the Ghanaian for granted. Also, the president himself would have launched an investigation into this. Take, for example, the party gate scandal. Boris Johnson had to step down after the privileged committee carried out investigation. This was not because people were angry that the Prime Minister party, but because there was, quote, possible breaches of COVID rules, unquote, during a Christmas gathering at Conservative Party headquarters in 2020, unquote, a time when everybody had been asked to observe these rules. I think she would still be investigated I think she should still be investigated even though she's resigned. This is from Vera in Glasgow. Okay. Um, FR says, what's the proof that all the money was earned during her term alone? She's married. Doesn't her husband's wealth also count for something? The president can't condemn her until there's been an investigation and proof provided. I think he's allowed to be neutral because for me, I think his response was in reference to what she wrote. And that's fair. Okay? okay, I don't necessarily support her or otherwise, but innocent until proven guilty, public or private. That's Ifra's message. Mm. Um, this one says, My biggest disappointment in all this is the president. The tone of his letter is very disappointing. No investigation announced, no seriousness attached to it. The president and those around him are not measuring the pulse of the country, they are not reading the emotions of Ghanaians at all. To say I'm disappointed in the raw deal we are getting from this government would be an understatement. Hey, you call us fellow Ghanaians and do this to us. Is the president a Ghanaian? Eric from Dansoman is asking. Eric with DR and Opewepa. Eric with DR. Okay, more comments. Uh, uh, Charles says the corruption problem is bigger than politicians. Mm. In my own professional association, our president spent 13,000 CDs on getting a legal opinion. When we asked of the document, he said he would not share with us. 
the members. <laughs> and you have left him there. <clears throat> Austin from Kofta says, would she have resigned if the money issue had not popped up? That's his question. Cardinal in Tamale says, my worry is that there's no blame on the delinquent teenagers not supporting Abnada Power. Let's think about the impact on... No, teenager. Because yeah, so the, the rest are all adults. adults. Okay, it says that we should have a rethink on worker no, boss relations and It's child not even just child because there are 30-year-olds involved. They're even the father of the girl <coughs> receiving the money. So, so, so the issue of moral decadence doesn't rest with politicians. Yes. And the other truth is that that matter is already in court. court yes. So that one, it happens every time. People yeah. steal and they attend to court. But we are talking about a public officer in a ministry that is supposedly new. And again, with even some can even say questionable achievements because that ministry is new and the, the whole sanitation Still. problem, we're not sure if we've solved it. Uh, you get it? So, I don't know. The president promised that Accra will be the cleanest city in Africa by end of his term. It's not even the cleanest city in Ghana. Do you get me? So, it's, it's a big question. And then there are a lot of these ministries, we don't know. If you look at the budget for these ministries, you really need a sanitation ministry. <laughs> you understand? Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying sanitation is not important. No, 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 it's not that right, though. And the Me, question is, I'm just saying in my you, head, I'm running some analysis in my head that I cannot have run justified, <laughs> and which is why I roped in the real way. You see, because we are discussing, the, there are so many layers of this. Look, guys, for me, for me, right? Even the 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 the, and this is a very bizarre angle, right? She needed a man to help her use the money. Because if you look at all that she did with the money, the person who stole the money, the A1, it had to go through A4, A3. They call it first accused. Yes, the first accused. Yes, in a sense that this is an 18-year-old person. We don't know if the person was 18 before they stole the money. And they needed some... And the boyfriend is a very loose term. So it could be a male accomplice. May not necessarily have any relationship with the person. But the kinds of things the person did with the money, and all of that in cash you know that which is, goes back to the point you make in a country which is supposed to be in a period of economic downturn where a lot of people are broke somebody people are buying buildings for seventy thousand dollars in cash mm-hmm. in cash <laughs> right people and, are buying and so, so why, would, why, would, why wouldn't gra be struggling to get money because we are talking about Ghana being one of the countries with a low level of taxation. If you look at the number of transactions involved in what the charge sheet says, renting stores in Tamale, buying a three-bedroom house in Tamale, buying, build, a, car. buying a car, building a three-bedroom house in Amrahia. There was one house they bought for $70,000. So the question is, even the tax authorities, did they get any benefit or wind of any of these things? These are all questions you must ask, which is why having a public officer have cash because you see, the digital agenda is premised on the fact that we can trace everything. And as soon as it is digital, we don't even need to worry to find out where the money went. But once it's physical, you carry $70,000, go and give it to somebody in Tamale or 100,000 CDs in cash. The state doesn't benefit. All right? And so we are in an economic downturn looking for IMF money. Yet people are building houses and selling it. I'm told there are lands in Accra over a million dollars. And yet AMA can't raise enough money to clean the Agates. There's a problem. The streets that are even leading to some of these million-dollar houses <laughs> are full of potholes. Okay, so we should also ask ourselves as Ghanaians that the way we go about business, are we even justified when we come and say we need new roads? Because if you go to all the houses being sold, the transactions being done, Sky, in most advanced countries, any transaction of a certain amount goes through a system, a tax is paid. 
and the, the center collects the money but the money is with private people so you are not going to get good roads you're not going to get and and it's not justifying the lack of social service but the ease with which somebody can buy a seventy thousand dollar house in cash so worry all of us yes and with all the investment in digitalization this morning the vice president is saying that even babies will get uh, uh, maybe we should strengthen the 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 tax authorities a bit more because i'm sure if you ask the gra boss where he thinks he can get more money he have a few ideas when they started going to the retail shops to physically stamp the receipts they increase revenue by hundreds of percentages so when something is happening in an economy where you can go and rent a house in advance and pay cash it's, it's a problem sky which, which is why it's a the last time we had this conversation i spoke to you about selling cars selling houses all in cash about how <laughs> if no no, no it's, see, a, it's an issue let me t- let me tell you something so sky hold on you, what would you I, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that can there be a law that you should not transactions of a certain threshold should go through the system because now you may have see sky i think between momo gifts and then bank account you see the government can trace why does the government come out to tell you that momo is overtaking bank checks because they can they all the records are there all right so that they can they can trace the amount of money spent on buying houses electronically i don't think you can you can be in the in norway or uk or scandinavia and carry seventy thousand dollars to go and buy a house so let me tell you something it can't happen if you look at our anti-money laundering legislations and then the accompanying regulations mm. and then all these basel protocols that we have signed there are obligations really imposed by law already on lawyers people who rent houses uh-huh. people who sell houses people bankers all these people mm. so that if as a landlord someone comes says wants to buy a house mm-hmm. And the person comes with a million dollars in cash. Mm. The law imposes an obligation on you, the person receiving the money, the landlord, to immediately call the police. Not even or, a bank. No, no, yeah, no. Police the money, yeah, because it's money you are receiving cash. To notify the authorities that, oh, there's this potential, you know, tenant or... Uh, yeah, Mr. Mitomi died. Ah, you see, that's my point. They will not agree. That, that law is not the right way to do it. Oh? You see, that is how it should be done. Because in the UK mm. or in these other advanced jurisdictions, mm. you can't carry one million dollars in cash and say you are going to buy. I'll still go and pay it in my bank. You see, oh? the moment you even go, and, they are yeah, making calls. That's what I'm saying. So, I, if I'm selling a car uh-huh. and I'm selling for hundred thousand CDs. Uh-huh. I won't collect hundred thousand from you. I'll say pay yes, my account is going to pay. Aha, you see, by that's, the, what, that's what you're supposed by to do, right? By, yes, that's what you're supposed to do. But there are two things here. Yeah. First, you, the person buying the car, yeah, you maybe have questionable sources of income. Uh huh. So you don't want the system to know uh-huh. that you have that much money you are spending on a car because if you have say a hundred thousand dollars to to spend on a Lamborghini or something mm. like that, how did you get it? Now the reverse of that is you, the person who whose product they are buying or whose uh, who's car they are buying. Yes, uh-huh. You don't want to pay gift tax, uh, what do you call it? Income tax or what the assets, uh, there's this, a uh, technical name for mm-hmm. it. You are selling off your assets. When you sell it, uh, you need to pay tax on it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you don't want the system to know that uh, you are So of both it. of us are criminals. Uh-huh. So the two of us are acting like we have a gentleman's agreement. Okay, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So fine, the law as it exists depends on my 
sense of duty, duty mm-hmm. to solve. Yeah. That's fifty percent. But can they say that beyond a certain threshold, transactions should not be done in cash uh-huh. by law? Because I am saying that the way in which this money stolen will be useless to the girl who stole the mm-hmm. money will be that almost everything she wants to do with the money at once it will involve a bank. Uh-huh. So, so, yeah. so you see, the purpose of the banks is also a legal purpose that anything she wants to do about five thousand dollars, she has to use a bank. If we said that. Mm-hmm. Then it will mean that she can't spend the money. Aha, uh-huh, you see. The, so, the, so the way to deal with that, the way to deal with that, mm-hmm. is where first of all registration, mm-hmm. right? So let's say you bought a car for a hundred thousand US dollars, mm-hmm. and it did not go through the system. Mm-hmm. You exchange the money cash. If you are going to register that car in your name, mm-hmm. or you are going to change ownership of the car. Mm-hmm into your name mm-hmm. ideally the requirement should be that you should provide proof of how the you payment was made mm. so the institution can then become aha uh-huh. so that if you go to the dvla with your forms that oh this is the car that i bought i want to register it in my name mm-hmm. ideally they should be able to ask you they should be able to ask out oh, this car that I, the value of the car is x b mm. a b c d mm. how did you pay for it you understand all we do normally send to them is the uh, importation. Yeah, import- import exactly. You understand that? what you are saying. By what you are saying, it mm. is not enough. Yeah. There should be an additional layer of okay. How did you pay for it? You would, you would make that declaration. So it's on form. So when another matter happens tomorrow, then it is triggered. It is latent. Yeah. But the moment another matter happens tomorrow, they can pick it up and say, okay. No, I, I, I actually think that one way of reducing corruption is to digitalize the economy and let, let this digitalization is very important it shouldn't be seen from a politi- a partisan political perspective if done properly uh-huh, there's uh-huh. no way there's uh-huh. no the way i was looking yes. for is capital gain yes. Charlie, thank yes. you so much yes. sir, there's no way gain. there's no way you can spend certain amounts of money in a lot of the countries we admire mm-hmm. in cash <laughs> i go to a shop in uk and i'm holding 50 pounds and they're having nervous where did you get the 50 pounds that's oh i'm from ghana and when i was coming to ghana are you okay okay say fine because most of the times it's 20 pounds 10 pounds mm-hmm. if you hold a yeah, 50 yeah, pound yeah. note yeah, they yeah. actually think sniff it to be sure it's not it does <laughs> no because uh, they, they assume that it's people who are into drugs Money and things game. who have those oh, yeah I, I experienced it once right, I 50 remember, pounds yeah. and here you can have a million seventy thousand dollar house cash in Ghana. Your Ghana must go. You see, yeah, Ghana ends, <laughs> we are doing wrong, the wrong thing. Hmm. The seller is trying to avoid taxes. The buyer is also trying to avoid uh, what do you call it? You know, uh, questions about how he got the money. So once there is that agreement between the buyer and the seller, the state is screwed. Forgive me. And the state has to have interest in people wanting to you see there's always pay tax pay tax pay tax and i feel like there are things they can do to make it to compel people to pay the tax so if they case, if they will apply it fairly mm-hmm. so in mm-hmm. this case yeah, this in this case if you buy a hundred million dollar what do you call it a million dollars so if you go to the land registry people yeah uh-huh, you see there be they, ideally mm-hmm. there should be questions about okay you bought this house for how much Mm-hmm. How did you pay for it? Is uh-huh. there evidence of payment? Where's the bank? The transfer? bank transaction. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You see, so when you tighten the loopholes like you. that, but the problem is that 
a good number of the people who are into this space we are talking about are also in influential positions. So then the impetus to even implement it. (laughs) No, it's serious. So for me, see, when government comes to say that people should have confidence in the system, they have to use this as a case study. Because to have cash transactions of this amount, Mm -hmm. you know, and there are possibly more things that if the that we don't know. Because if you look at, if you add how much they spent, Versus how much they stole, which means there's a lot of the money that they were keeping. Mm-hmm. You get because if you look at how much they spent, it wasn't up to even half of what they took. Yeah. And some were, I think, in the uh, $40,000 was retrieved. Yeah, I'm saying that so, alleged, but, they, but it still alleged. means that the money could be somewhere that we don't know yeah. or for other things that they haven't confessed. Mm-hmm. Because a million plus 300,000, if you add up everything that they say they've done, Fair it's not up to even 40% of what they took. Yeah. Right, and when, and that money is there somewhere. That money could have been all right. So sometimes we don't see the link between what we allow in our society and what happens in the overall economy. And this is a period where the economy was broke. It is unbelievable. You know, I feel that GRE needs to make a strong case for reducing cash in the system. That's the only way they can make yeah, their revenue. Yeah, but revenues. you see, the the fact is also that if the system has taken so much. Family mm-hmm. as a result of government's irresponsibility mm-hmm. and how they have handled the economy. Yeah. Right? People yeah. keep their money at home. Now, you should ask yourself, let's even assume that the minister didn't get the money from questionable sources. If it's her own money. Let's assume that it is for the husband and she herself. Mm-hmm. And that at the time, again, in other jurisdictions, questions would arise whether there was insider knowledge that she had. Mm-hmm. That oh, the economy was so bad, the dollar was going to perform poorly. The city, the city was going to perform poorly. Mm-hmm. So instead of going to put your money in the bank, the best thing you do is to buy dollars. Is to buy dollars and keep it at home. So yes, in, yeah. You see, so in other jurisdictions, so for instance, that you member, can come in. Uh-huh, you are a member of a certain board, and then you are also a member of parliament, or maybe in some influential position. Then while you are dealing with a matter having to do with some transaction, you know that the economy is going to get into a certain situation. Exactly. So and you take an action which is preemptive. Insider trading, for instance, you call your your agent and say, "Hey, Charlie, this thing is going to happen." So cash out. Uh-huh, sell cash out, sell all the, the. If it emerges subsequently that oh, you became aware, you took steps to head your bet or to actually protect uh, oh, your financial. Illegal. Yes, it is. In other jurisdictions, you uh, are getting... No, let me have to explain that way. Because if if I am an economic agent who has property, let's assume I have farms, mm-hmm. and I decide to sell the farms because of privileged information I have, until mm. you can prove that that action will affect the economy negatively, it's not a wrong thing. The privileged information, how did you get it? How did you get it? Okay, so, so are you saying that if somebody is on, say, MPC... National... See, see let, let's be careful here. Uh-huh. If the person's action mm-hmm. is based... If, if the person's prescription... For example, if I'm a member of MPC mm-hmm. and I prescribe a certain economic action mm-hmm. which I knew would benefit me, mm-hmm. that's wrong. If by reason of superior knowledge mm-hmm. of being on MPC, mm-hmm. I know certain things that are happening and I take a personal economic decision, no, you see, I'm not sure how that is no, an no, offense. You see, there's a, there's, here's a catch. Yeah. A Have you used your, person, your, your official position to personally enrich yourself? Okay. Once that can be established, so you got to know that, oh, about this, to change this law uh-huh. it's not going to work well for you so quickly you die you, you divest your interest mm-hmm. what it means is that by reason of your occupation of this position you got privileged information and you used it to economically enrich yourself. but so if i'm on a parliamentary committee uh-huh. 
and we have an in-camera hearing with the Minister of Finance and the Governor of the Bank of Ghana. Mm -hmm. And then this is hypothetical. They mm -hmm. say, when I, when we look at portfolio inflows, mm -hmm. we feel like the economy is going to have a difficulty with currency in the next three months, mm -hmm. and therefore we are working with all our agents to improve this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. Now you are saying I'm a member of the committee. Mm -hmm. I hear this and I go and sell all my CDs and buy dollars. Yeah. You are saying I've committed a crime. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, which is, which is, which is where. Which law is that? No, it's not about the law. You spoke about... No, I'm just trying to get... It is, no, not, I cannot immediately see, it is not even about the law. What is that see, about? It is about the your understanding of the rule and the position that you okay, occupy okay, and what comes with it. You cannot behave like me. Mm. You see? Because there, there, there is... It, it comes with the position that you will have access to privileged information. Mm -hmm. It is expected that you do not abuse it. Mm -hmm. By virtue of ways, it is not even a matter of the law. Mm -hmm. It is so if inherent I, so, so, in the so, so, position that you so, hold. So I'm coming. You know, I'm using an MP as an example. The MP has various business interests, mm -hmm. which you would have declared. Yes, and then you're saying which that. Why you have to so, declare? So, 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 I, so hold on, no. Mm -hmm. So that conflict of interest, which then leads to insider knowledge. Mm -hmm. You're saying once I know that something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, why? Okay, two things. Why don't I declare my interests? And then they say, okay, let's say I'm on the committee. I'm coming to be on the committee. Mm -hmm. And I say, okay, may I do Forex business? Mm -hmm. So even though I'm a member of the parliamentary committee, these are all hypothetical. Mm -hmm. If the governor comes to meet the committee, mm -hmm. maybe I should declare my interest before he comes. Mm -hmm. And say, me, no. This is the business my wife does. Mm -hmm. So if, maybe let me recruit myself from the committee. Uh -huh. Is that what I should do? Yeah, so ideally, yes. I that's, should what, because, that's, that's what the constitution huh. is. So I'll, I'll say required. because maybe my wife does Forex business, mm -hmm. I will recuse myself because whatever you say here, will influence our discussions about how to do with our business. Uh -huh. But if I know that my wife is in foreign exchange business, uh -huh. governor comes to committee, uh -huh. comes to give us information, and I quietly tell my wife to go and sell, uh -huh. okay, I get you now. Ideally. I get you now. But right. we don't do that. But. Unfortunately. Yeah, so. But we get the information we supply. There, are there any rules about relationship between people in such offices like MPs with private business people? Because, for example, one of the things I know in Parliament, in the lobby, mm -hmm. you see that there are a lot of MPs, like during the lunchtime, some people want to come and see them. A lot of people, and sometimes when these people are coming to see them for legitimate or illegitimate reasons. So, like, some businessman can come and say he wants oh, to yeah, see yeah. MP. Now, if I am a member of a very powerful committee in Parliament, which can give tax exemptions, mm -hmm. and then a business owner who is in my constituency comes to see me and say, Charlie, our company, maybe they do steal, mm -hmm. and they say, oh, Charlie, we have a tax exemption want to pass, so I want you to push it for me. Then me, I'm building a house in Trasaco Valley, and I need steel. <laughs> All right, so you, you supply steel at a cheap price for me. <laughs> then when I go to the committee, I say, Charlie, Sky, this tax exemption is very important. Push it. Have I committed an offense? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to practicalize this discussion. Why, why, why do you think Parliament caused itself to be investigated when that story of a certain businessman... Who mm -hmm. showed up in parliament mm -hmm. to give money so that something could happen? Why mm. was parliament worried? Mm. So, conflict of interest can manifest itself in many ways. Yes. yes. So, I'm buying the steel at a cheaper price. Yes. I'm still paying for it, too, yes. but he's done me a favor. Yeah, that's a, you're Because I'm an MP. Yeah, you're in economy. So, now if his matter comes to my committee, I should recuse myself. Yeah, that's right. Otherwise, I will not be in a fair, I'll not have a fair mind to say, 
because you have derived economic benefits. Benefit. So is that why they don't like judges and things to be involved in public things? Because if you're a judge who receives a gift from somebody mm -hmm. and the matter comes before you, you're in a difficult position. Uh -huh. Which is why we provide all kinds of things for, for you. Okay. So as an MP, you shouldn't be seen to be promoting the private business of somebody at the behest of the public interest. Yeah, that's uh, right. Okay. okay. So then we have to widen the net well. Because you are property. It's a, it's a big thing. I'm told it's Article 286, conflict you of interest. property. Yeah. Maybe one day we should do a, a, a master class on conflict of interest. Because I think it, it manifests itself in many ways. Yeah. It manifests itself in many ways. But as I told you the last time, yeah. that's the thing you said that worried me. <laughs> what does that want me? No, he was saying, you know, I was, I was trying to say that there are certain things that you shouldn't do. He said that that's why I'm broke because <laughs> <laughs> can, I, I, I won't survive without that without mindset. <laughs> if it's good for the mouth, then the beard also benefits. But that's corruption. When you look at it properly, you can't entirely remove the corruption. So you should leave some for the system because that's how the system runs. No. <laughs> this is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Yes, you miss a politician. We're not blind we're seeing you. You use the people's mystery for your prayer and you use why you be a business. Now I want you to tell the youths up now in the new millennium how long this ever continue and how long we believe you have a loss. I wonder why politicians them won't go away. Rasta can't get no peace in this land. I wonder why politicians them won't go Prospect can get no peace on the land. Just that you run them way, drive them way. When them come, come talk about election. I have been the run them way, drive them way. When them come, come talk about election. I wonder why the old teeth them won't go away. Can't get no peace in a yard. I wonder why old PGA won't go away. Can't get no peace in a yard. I told them, run them way. Run them way. Come talk about election. I'm not free with that run them way. I have been given them way. When them run, come talk about election. Eddie, I wonder why politicians them won't go away. Rasta man can't get no piece of jungle. <laughs> wonder why politicians them won't go Bingy man can't get no peace in a jungle. Tivali and jungle unite, drive them away. Run them away. When them separate you with election, 
eating them, my friend. So run them way. Bingy man, I ride them way. When them come, come talk about election. <laughs> As God live, we must unite. You think I never see when I go to Switzerland, go bank up the people their money? You think I don't know so well when you buy places and properties all about where poor people can't reach to get back some of them tax money? Watch it. Depression, frustration. The poor man people hungry just like you there. Hmm. This is uh, Joseph Hill. Why squad walk like man? Poor people, money, bank away. So watch this space. The OSP have received, we are told, quite a number of petitions. We don't know if they are getting into the matter. They will issue a statement, I'm sure, if they have to. It's uh, a minute to ten. Thank you for listening to the show.